This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. From Lexington High School on an absolutely gorgeous Friday evening here at the end of September, it is time already for week number six of high school football around the state of Ohio, as tonight we've got yet another rivalry. Another backyard brawl, if you will, as the Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers come to town and they will take on Lexington right here at Lexington. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin with you tonight, and I am solo, at least for the moment tonight. We may have a special guest joining us later on in the broadcast, but for right now, I'm the only one here for you tonight as the 2-3 and three Lexington Minutemen, 1-1 one and one in the OCC, gets set to host the 3-2 and two Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers, and they are 0-1 in the OCC, their only conference game coming against West Holmes a couple of weeks ago, a heartbreaker that they dropped over at Arlen Field. And then, of course, Lexington uh, with their two OCC games. They went to Mount Vernon and got the, got the win to open conference play this year by a final score of 40-14. to And then last week went on the road to Worcester and had a little bit of a tough second quarter. And that was the difference in the ball game last week at Worcester. Really, other than the last five or six minutes of that second quarter, it was a, a game that was really dead even. And, and actually, it was literally dead even, 14-14, to 14, other than those last five minutes of the second quarter. So uh, Lexington just trying to, to play some good, clean football tonight. Don't turn the ball over and uh, give yourself the best shot to get out of here with a win against Mansfield Senior. Now, What's interesting about tonight's game is uh, Lexington's strength running the football is actually one of uh, Senior High's weaknesses on the defensive side of the football. They've got tremendous uh, defensive backs and a great secondary, uh, Mansfield does, but they're not strong on the run game defensively. So hopefully Lexington, that's that's their strength offensively. Hopefully they can uh, really eat up that Mansfield senior defense on the ground. But on the other side of that, Mansfield, uh, or excuse me, Lexington's uh, weakness on the defensive side of the football is their pass defense, and Mansfield senior loves to throw the football. So it's really going to be interesting to see which teams can make those adjustments and do their, uh, you know, do the things they do well better than the other team. And that's who's going to get out of here with a win tonight. I really think uh, this game is going to be decided maybe in the third or fourth quarter. Uh, but I think the first half, at least from what we've seen so far this year uh, from both of these teams, I really think the first half tonight uh, could be uh, a dead heat. And uh, this game's going to be decided in the second half. As uh, here at Lexington High School, they got a brand new scoreboard since we've been here last, and it is beautiful. It's uh, It's got all of the lights working, and uh, that's that's probably the best thing about it. Uh, I can actually tell you accurately what's going on down on the field based on what the scoreboard says because the beautiful new scoreboard has all the lights working, and everything's lit up nice and bright. It's got the Lexington Minuteman uh uh, lettering scrawled across, uh, scrolled across the top there and the beautiful Minuteman logo up there. And it's really a nice, great scoreboard uh, down in the uh, north end zone. So that is uh, something I look forward to uh, coming here tonight to watch this football game is a new scoreboard that works. And really, that's a shame that uh, the, the old scoreboard got so beat up because other than the scoreboard, Lexington's one of the better places to watch a football game in the area. It's got the beautiful grass and the, you know, uh, 
not many stadiums in the area have an away side as big as the home side in terms of the bleachers. And uh, it's just a, a beautiful setting here at Lexington. And uh, the last thing they needed to get fixed was that scoreboard. And now it is fixed. And it's ready to go. And so are we as we are just about six minutes away from kickoff here at Lexington as the three and two senior high Tigers come in and they will get set to take on the gracious hosts, the uh, two and three Lexington Minutemen. And we'll have all that action for you when we come back. We'll also get you uniforms brought to you by a material girl here in just a few moments on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. 
At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Town Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. The Minutemen have just taken the field here at Lexington, and they're down on the sideline right down in front of us. Well, I should say me. I don't have anybody with me tonight. I'm all by myself up here. And uh, ready for football as we're still waiting on the T.Y. Tigers to come out. They've still got about a minute and a half. And, of course, the uh, Band of Gold still out performing their pregame rituals. As uh, now would be a good time to tell you about the uniforms tonight. As always, brought to you by Material Girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a Material Girl. A Material Girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. Uniforms tonight. Lexington going with a... Uh... A combo that we have not seen during our time covering Lexington. They are going with those uh, gray jerseys with the purple and gold trim, uh, or purple and purple numbers with a little bit of gold trim. Uh, so the gray jerseys, they're going with the all-purple pants with the block L on either side of the hip there, a white block L. And, of course, the purple helmets with the uh, Lexington Minuteman uh Block L on the left side and the player numbers on the right side. So the gray jerseys, purple pants, purple helmets. And uh, like I said, that's a color combo we have not seen this year yet. And Mansfield Senior also going with, from what I understand, a color combo they have not used, uh, at least with the current jerseys and and, uh, pants. They're going with the white jerseys with the orange letters and numbers, a little bit of brown trim. They've got brown sleeves on the shoulder pads there. And they've got the orange pants. It looks very much at home if you watch the Browns. It looks a lot like the Browns are running onto the field right now. Uh, the, the white jerseys, orange pants, orange helmets. And, of course, where there is trim on any of the uh, clothing, it's typically, with this color combo, brown. A little bit of white trim on the pants as well as their orange pants with a white stripe so some sharp unis actually tonight going at it as far as uniforms go in the area tonight this might be one of the better matchups if you're just going by uniforms both teams look really sharp tonight as lexington will kick off to start tonight and they'll kick it from left to right as we see it so aj young is going to get the ball teed up here in just a moment and he'll kick it from south to north and of course uh, senior high will return. As 
A.J. Young still waiting to get the ball from the referee here. As A.J. Young has it up on the tee. And he'll run up and he'll boot it. And we're glad to have you along with us, Corey Durbin, with you tonight as it's a squib kick to the near side to the 15. Senior High is going to return this all the way across the field, 20, down the far sideline to the 30. And to the 35, still running out towards the 40. And, and on the tackle over there, Scotty Roush. So... Senior high will take over after a great return there. And out to the 40-yard line. Brock Hill will set things up. Actually, they're going to mark it at the 39. Still great field position for senior high. Brock Hill will have it. And he'll bring out senior high in the pistol. They'll go three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Mills in the backfield as the tailback. Brock Hill, hard count. Minute men don't bite. Now he looks over, and he's going to get a new play call. Still in the pistol. First play of the game. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back to pass. Looking far sideline, and pass is dropped out there on the far sideline. And Cohen Moore was on the coverage, but I didn't see who that was as the intended receiver over there. Second and 10, Brock Hill already back out there, ready to go. He's in the pistol again, Mills behind him. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. Second and 10, takes the snap, flips it out. Mills on the right side, 40. He's to the 45, 50, down the far sideline, 40. He's to the 35 and brought out of bounds. Big run there. That may be one of the longer runs on the ground that anybody's had on Lexington this year. And now Mills early on, on his first carry there. Gain of about 22 down the far sideline. I had to do some quick math there. Brock Hill back in the pistol again. He's going to pitch it out left side to Mills this time. He's down to the 30, still stumbling down to about the 27-yard line. And another first down, 12 yards there for Mills again. So Ricky Mills racking up the yards here. And that's something we have not seen anybody do against Lexington early on this year. They stacked the box, and nobody has been able to run on them this year. As Mills now with 34 yards already tonight. As Brock Hill takes a shotgun snap this time, hands to Mills off the left side. This time the Minutemen are there, and they'll get him. But he still picks up a few. Mills is going to get down to about the 20 three-yard line, a gain of four on the last carry there by Ricky Mills. And now we're going to have a timeout. The referee is blowing the play dead. And they're going to add seven seconds back to the clock here. I'm not sure. There wasn't a First down on that last well, – I guess there was a first down on the last carry. Huh. 
So they didn't stop the clock on the first down there, and they had to add some time back on. As Brock Hill already ready, takes the shotgun snap, flings it left side. He's got a man making a diving grab down at the five. And I think that was Miles Bradley down there at the five making a diving grab, and he's yelling at Brock Hill saying, hey, throw it a little further. I was wide open. But he kind of, Brock Hill threw it a little bit behind Bradley there, and he had to make a diving grab at the five. But just like that, senior high down in the red zone now. First and goal at the five-yard line. They're going to go with sort of a jumbo eye-looking package here as Brock Hill under the under center takes the handoff. He's going to throw to the end zone, and it's tipped away. It was intended for Bradley, and in the end zone, it was tipped away. And I didn't see who was... I think it was maybe D.J. Johnson down there on the coverage, but I didn't see. I can neither confirm nor deny that, but whoever it was down there, it was great coverage as they kind of reached over the back without interfering with Miles Bradley, but they got over his back and tipped the ball away. Second and goal from the five. Brock Hill going to take the snap from under center, gives to Mills. He stumbles down to the one. Gain of four. It's going to set up third and goal on the one-yard line. As they hurry up here, and as I was looking down, Brock Hill got the snap off and uh, took it right up the middle on his own. Touchdown, Tigers. Man, the Tigers really went tempo there on that first drive, and it paid off for them as they march right down the field. And Brock Hill gets in the end zone with a touchdown, and the uh, Tigers have the lead here with 9.51 to go first quarter. Coming on to attempt the extra point is Sean Putt. Snap is back. It's a good one. Hold is good. Kick is up, and the kick is good by Sean Putt. So, just like that, Senior High gets on the board. They have a 61-yard drive. To open things up here tonight at Lexington, and it's capped off with a one-yard QB sneak touchdown by Brock Hill. And just like that, senior high with a 7-0 lead before Lexington has even had a chance to get the ball on that first drive. Ricky Mills, though, he did a lot of the work. He had four carries for 43 yards, and that is probably the most rushing yards on any drive this year at all that Lexington has given up. In fact, most teams haven't even gotten 43 yards on the ground against Lexington in a game. And Senior High just did that in one drive. But uh, no reason to panic yet. Lexington gets the ball here. We'll see what they can do. Of course, they're going to probably go to the ground quite a bit tonight with Carson Berry. Sean Putt will get the ball from the referee. And he'll get it up on the tee momentarily. And he's walking off his steps, getting ready to kick it off. He'll kick it from right to left. Sean Putt runs up, and he squibs it down the middle of the field. It's going to be picked up by Kate Eichler at the 20 to the 25. He's trying to get out to the sideline, and he's tackled down at the 27 by Miles Bradley. So about a seven-yard return by Kate Eichler there. Minutemen will have decent field position. As they'll set up shop at the 27-yard line, their own 27-yard line, trailing seven to zero with 9:45 to go in the ball in the ball game in the first quarter. 
Not that far ahead yet. So Cole Pauley will lead the uh, the offense out for Lexington, and these Minutemen have scored more points through five weeks than any team since 2008. They've scored 155 points this year in five games. That's the most since 2008 when they scored 201 in the first five games. So the offense this year for the Minutemen has been red hot. The question mark's kind of been on that defensive side. Is Before we even have a play here, they're going to tell Caden Eichler he's got to untie the back of his jersey there as he kind of had it tied in a little knot. So Cole Pauley going to come out in the pistol. First and 10 Minutemen from their own 27. They've got two to the left, one to the right. And they'll fake the give. Paulie's going to have a little bootleg, and he tries to get it to Baden Forup, and he's hit. And we're going to have a penalty. As the pass was incomplete, but a flag comes out. And it's going to be on the Minutemen. And the referee. That must have been. Ah, I see. It was an illegal man downfield. The referee has a. Yep. Okay, I was going to say, the referee, the, the head referee came up and made the call, but he didn't have his mic on the first time, so he was just kind of giving the signal out. But he was talking when he was doing it, so I, th I think he was meaning to, to broadcast it, but didn't have his mic on the first time, had to try it again the second time. So, a penalty on the Minutemen. It'll be a five-yard penalty. First and 15 now. They'll have it at their own 22-yard line on the far hash. Cole Pauley's going to line up in the uh, – in the pistol, they'll have two wide receivers close to the line on the left. They'll send a man in motion. They'll take the snap. They'll give up the middle. It is Hudson Moore out to the 25. He'll get three of those penalty yards back. It'll set up second and 12. So they'll actually give Hudson four there. Second and 11 coming up for the Minutemen at their own 26-yard line. Cole Pauley this time going to go in the pistol with Hudson Moore on his right hip. Carson Berry right behind him. He's got two wide receivers, one to each side. Second and 11, he takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to fling it out here in the near flat to Hudson Moore, and Hudson kind of got turned around there trying to make the catch, and it went off of his right hand. And incomplete as the uh, Tigers had two or three defensive defensive uh, linemen in there. And Cole had to fling that thing out of there a little quicker than I think he wanted to. And that'll set up third and 11. Minutemen have it at their own 26-yard line. 8.52 to go, first quarter. Senior high up 7-0. Minutemen will send two to the right. They'll have a tight end on the left side. Cole Pauley in the pistol. He's going to take the third down snap. He's back to pass. He's winding up. He's going down the near sideline. He's got a man, and he just overshoots Caden Eichler down here at the 50. He just overshot him, and Caden was wide open, but uh, the way that play kind of unfolded, I can understand why Cole overthrew him there. It's a shame, though, because by the time the ball got there, Caden had come open. But when Cole threw it, Miles Bradley was in the area, and he kind of had to put a little extra sauce on it. Just couldn't connect with Caden. And it'll set up fourth down. A.J. Young is on to punt. A.J. will stand back at his own 14-yard line, back to return for the 
Tigers. Miles Bradley down there, and I think Amar Davis is down there. I'll have to check. I can't see his number. As A.J. Young takes the snap, he'll roll to the right. A great spiraling punt, and Bradley's going to catch it at his 30. Going backwards, he's tackled by Jordan Byrice. Great coverage and a great punt by A.J. Young. And if you're keeping track at home, that was Amar Davis over there as the other receiver, or the uh, the other returner, I should say. But Miles Bradley ended up getting a hold of that one, and a great spiraling high punt by A.J. Young gave Byrice time to get down there and make the play. So 8.38 to go first quarter. Senior high up 7-0. They've got the football back. They'll start this drive at their own 30. And Brock Hill brings him out. He's in the pistol. He'll have two to the left, two to the right. He's got a running back right behind him. That's not Ricky Mills, though. I'll have to get a number check here in just a second for you. As he sends a man in motion, Hill gets it. And it's going to be a reverse to Amar Davis. And he's running around the right side. He's going to be tackled for a major loss. Maybe a loss of about eight, I think. As they tried a little trickery there, the ball went to... Uh, to Avion Gross, and then went to Amar Davis, and Amar was bottled up before he even knew what was going on. And now second and long, second and about 19, is going to force the Tigers to go in the shotgun with five wide here. Three to the left, two to the right. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back to pass, throws a short route to Gross out on the far sideline. He's to the 30, and it's going to take three minute men to drag him down at the 31. Gain of 10, but that sets up a third and nine. So the Minutemen do give up 10 yards there, but they're, they've got senior high right where they want him, third and nine. This is a huge play for this Minuteman defense. You want to get that ball back to the offense as soon as you can. As Brock Hill still getting the Tigers lined up here. And he'll send two to the right, three to the left, and the shotgun by himself. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the near sideline, and he undershoots Miles Bradley by about five or ten yards. Great coverage, though, by Corbin Green, as even if that pass was on the money, that was going to be a really tough play for Miles Bradley to make. So great defense there for the Minutemen, and now they're going to force Senior High to go three and out and have to punt the ball away. Standing back there to punt, Brock Hill. So the quarterback will also do punting duties for the uh, T.Y. Tigers. And back to return for the Minutemen. It's going to be Caden Eichler over near the far sideline at about the 33-yard line, and Scotty Roush right in the middle of the field as Senior High sends a man on late here. They've got five seconds to get this snap off, and it's a good one. Hill takes it. He's going to get away a little knuckleball. And Caden Eichler's going to let it go. And that was probably the right choice. And it'll be down at about the 27-yard line. As that, uh, that punt by Brock Hill was not a pretty one, but it was a knuckleballer that sort of line-drived right at Caden Eichler, but he couldn't get under it to make the catch quick enough. And by the time it hit the ground, he kind of just had to let it roll, which was definitely the smart play there. So the Minutemen did their job defensively. They've got to get something going on offense here as they'll take over at their own 27. They're going to have Caden Eichler split out to the right all by himself. 
They'll have Carter Newman off to the left. Cole Pauley in the pistol. He'll send Hudson Moore and Baden Forup both from right to left on the formation. Pauley takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry up the middle, and he's hit right at the line of scrimmage. Might have got a yard. We'll see. And they'll give him one to about the 28-yard line. Cohen Moore checks in for Baden Forup. And the Minutemen come out. They'll send two to the left this time, one to the right, and the pistol. Second and nine. Cole Pauley sends a couple of people in motion here at the same time. They get lined up. He takes the snap. He gives off the left side. Carson Berry, he's going to have to fight just to try to even get back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose a yard or two as they tried to go outside that time. and The uh, Tigers were there. So that'll set up third and long here. Third and about 12. Third and 12 minutes, man. As Baden Forup, Scotty Roush come on the field. Hudson Moore comes off. I didn't see Cohen Moore came off as well. And the Minutemen come out. A huge play here. Third and 12 from the 25-yard line. Cole Pauley in the single back pistol. Three wide receivers. Takes the snap. Back to pass. He's trying to get out of there, and Ricky Mills gets him and sacks him back at the 13-yard line. Big loss there for the Minutemen. As Ricky Mills doing a little bit of everything tonight, and he was in there immediately and got Cole Pauley back at the 13-yard line. Six minutes to go, first quarter. Senior high leads at 7-0. Men at men are going to have to punt for the second time tonight. Amar Davis and Miles Bradley back to return this thing. They're both standing at about their own 45-yard line. A.J. Young standing on his own one-yard line, waiting for the snap from Connor Schwander. And it was a good snap, a decent punt to the 50, and miscommunication between Amar Davis and Miles Bradley. Neither one of them caught it, and they watched it go over both of their heads, and the ball rolled down to the 37. A huge punt in the end for A.J. Young. I'm trying to do some quick math in my head here. We'll have to... Try to get you that. The first punt, by the way, for A.J. was a 41-yarder. And that one, as I'm trying to follow John Davis's stat sheet, does such a great job at doing these stats for senior high, but he posts a link so everyone can see him. That second punt was a 50-yarder as senior high out there, and they'll give it. And Ricky Mills clogged up. He's going to lose maybe a yard or two. And actually, that wasn't Ricky Mills. That was the backup. That was Zion Brown, the 5'9 sophomore. So a 50-yard punt by A.J. Young and then a one-yard loss for the Tigers. And Lexington, after that first drive, has gotten locked in here. As Brock Hill has five wide, takes the snap. He's going to fling it out to the right side. It's caught and hit immediately at the 40 and brought down. As I think I think that was Jonte O'Brien. 
Well, might have been Amar Davis over there. I didn't get a number before he got up and got back to the huddle. Either way, it was only a gain of five. It'll set up third and six, another big play for the Lex defense here. As Brock Hill will send three to the left, two to the right. Third down and six from the 41-yard line. Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the middle of the field, and it is almost picked off. And the ball falls down. Great coverage by Caden Eichler, who was playing safety back there. But Hudson Moore was playing up on Giante O'Brien. And great defense again by the Lex secondary. Who would have thought? that tonight so far the weakness for the Lex defense has been on the ground, and they've played great through the air defensively. It's the complete opposite of how it's been this year so far for the Minutemen, but you love to see it. And Brock Hill going to take the snap, and he'll punt it away. And making a fair catch call is Scotty Roush, and he didn't get under it, though, so a similar situation to what we saw with Mansfield a minute ago. Scotty Roush ran up calling for the fair catch, and... Uh, Looked over at Caden Eichler. Neither one of them got under it. And then the ball bounced, and it was down at about the 15-yard line. So that's where the Minutemen will take over. Still, though, your defense looking good now, now that they've kind of gotten locked in. Now you got to get the offense moving as we've got 4-11 to go, first quarter. Senior high up 7-0. They took the first drive and went 61 yards, and after that, neither team has done much of anything offensively. Minutemen will come out. Carter Newman going to split off to the left with Caden Eichler, but they're going to be close up to the uh, the offensive line here, bunched on the near side, or on the uh, far side, excuse me. Cole Pauly in the pistol sends Newman in motion. He'll give off the left side. Carson Berry finds a little bit of a hole over the 20 and out to the 21. That's his longest carry of the night, and that'll be a gain of five on first down for the Minutemen. So there you go. Get ahead of the chains a little bit. Set up second and five. And so far tonight, it is uh, the night is young. But Carson Berry having a little bit of a hard time getting things going on the ground. That last carry puts him into positive yardage now. He's got three yards on the night on three carries. Second and four. They actually gave him six on that last carry. Minutemen will send one to the left, one to the right. Pauly takes the pistol snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the left side, juking around and trying to get out near the first down. He's going to be close, but he didn't quite get there. He'll be a yard, maybe a half a yard short, third down and one coming up for the Minutemen. But so far on this drive, Carson Berry has two carries for nine yards. Much better, as this is the third time the Minutemen have had the football tonight. And they're just trying to get something going here, get a little bit of a rhythm. They'll send one off to the left, one to the right, one tight end on the left side. Cole Pauly in the pistol, a huge play here, third and one. He takes the snap, he gives. Hudson Moore is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage but spins out of it. He's going to get a first down, breaks another tackle, and gets out to the 35-yard line. A great carry for Hudson Moore. He earned every yard on that carry, and he got about 10 yards. And actually, I think they might give him 12. And they will give him 12 yards, so Hudson Moore, as he was hit at the line of scrimmage, spun out of there and then just fought for the rest of the yardage. And a great, strong, tough carry, and that's exactly what the Minutemen needed right there. They needed a first down, get this clock rolling a little bit, keep your defense off the field. 
and get the ball moving down the field. Cole Pauley's going to be in the pistol, one to the left, one to the right. First and ten, takes the snap, he's back to pass. He's looking, he's looking, he's got time, throws. Carter Newman dropped it on the far sideline. And I will say there, though, Cole Pauley had all day on that throw, and that's encouraging to see. It seems like the Minutemen are getting locked in a little bit here on both sides of the football. But uh, Carter Newman couldn't come up with that one. And it did hit him in the hands, but anytime Cole Pauley throws a short pass at you like that, it's coming 100 miles an hour. That's tough for anybody to catch. I'm not making excuses for anyone, but I think uh, an Ohio State baseball commit might throw the ball a little harder than most other quarterbacks. Second and 10. He's got two to the left in the pistol. He'll send Carter Newman in motion. He gives Carson Berry off the left side, trying to find a hole. He's out over the 40. And he'll gain maybe four here. We'll see where they mark it. And they'll give him about four. It's going to set up third and six from about the uh, – now it's closer to the 40 than the 41, but we'll call it the 40-and-a-half-yard line. And they'll say officially it's third and seven. As Jordan Byrice going to check in now. Hudson Moore comes off the field. Baden Forp came off the field as well. Minutemen going to go with a little bit of a smaller lineup out there this time. And they'll send two wide receivers to the right. Cole Pauley's going to be in the pistol. Third and seven from the 40. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking down the middle of the field. Now he's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. And he's got a man. It's Carson Berry trying to make a move. He does it. He gets the first down out to the 50. A great play by Carson Berry to get nine yards. And he spun out of the first tackle and dove forward for the first down. A great play for Carson. Gain of 10 by the time it was all said and done. Maybe 11. Over the 50, out to the Mansfield 49. So, yeah, give him 11 yards. Unless I'm misremembering the last uh, spot of the ball. First and 10, Minutemen on the Mansfield senior side of the field for the first time tonight. They'll have one wide receiver off to the left, one to the right. One tight end in there in the pistol. Cole Pauley. Fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's a bootlegging, and he's going to throw, and he had a man, but Baden Forup dropped it right here on the near sideline, and it was almost picked off as he kind of bobbled it. There's a flag down right in the middle of the field. So we're trying to... Uh, That's going to be a hold, so we're trying to get this sorted out here. A hold, and it's a spot foul, so that'll set up. They'll redo first down, and the Minutemen will set up at their own 44 this time. And they've got to get to the Mansfield 39 for a first down. They've got a little bit of work to do here. It'll be first and 17 as they've got it first and 20 on the scoreboard, but it was a spot foul. And the spot happened ahead of the line of scrimmage there. So first and 17. And now we've got a whistle and an official timeout. And maybe they are going to mark this from the uh, original spot. See, the scoreboard says first and 20, but the referees marked the ball at the 44, which would make it first and 17. And I think that's what they're trying to get figured out here.
So they, we got it worked out. So the, uh, the penalty is actually going to be marked from the previous spot, not where the penalty happened. It was not a spot foul. It was first and 10 from the original line of scrimmage and a 10-yard penalty from the original line of scrimmage, I should say. So it'll set up. It will be first and 20. So the Minutemen come out ready to play. From their own 40, Cole Pauley takes the snap. He's going to fling it out near side, and Carter Newman dropped another one on the near sideline over here. And I still don't know exactly. Now it says second and 22. Something's not right here. The ball should be, if it's if it was a 10-yard penalty from the previous spot just a minute ago, it should be at the 41-yard line. They've got it at the 39. So it's second and 22, but it should be second and 20. But what do I know? Off to the left goes Carter Newman. Two wide receivers off to the right. Cole Pauley in a single back pistol. He takes the snap, and he's going to throw. He's back to pass, and he's going to have to roll right. He's going to fling it down the near sideline, and it's picked off by Miles Bradley at the 50. What a play. As he had to go up, almost like a basketball player getting a rebound. He went up, and he got that. At its highest point, and they'll mark him down at the 49. So a turnover for the Minutemen as they were marching there. And like we've seen this year when they've struggled on certain drives, it's been usually started by a penalty. And then they sort of get flustered and things go wrong from there. And that was no exception. And Mansfield will take over after the, after the uh, turnover with 37 seconds left in the first quarter. Tigers lead at 7-0. And this time, they've only got to go 51 yards for a score. A short field here. Brock Hill brings the Tigers out with three to the left, two to the right in the shotgun by himself. Sends a man in motion. It's Amar Davis. Takes the snap, fakes the give to Davis. Now he's going to load up, but he's going to go down way back at the 40 as three minute men got in there, and they got him. A loss of nine, but they're going to give him forward progress at the 42, so a loss of seven. And a huge play for the Minutemen defense as Brock Hill was about to load up. I don't know where he was going with it, but he was about to fling it somewhere, and the Minutemen just got in there and nailed him. Second and 17, Hill's going to go in the pistol this time. Three to the right, one to the left. He's going to take the snap, flings it out to the left here, and down the near sideline to the 50, and over the 50 to about the 48 was Jameer Petty. And another T.Y. Tiger has a touch of the football tonight, and it seems like they're all going to get a, a touch tonight before it's over. But even though they got a big gain there, it still sets up a third and seven when we come back after one here at Lexington. Senior High leads it 7-0 to zero on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 
after one, senior high with a 7-0 lead. And uh, I don't know if I said this on the pregame show, but this is about how I thought the game would go through one quarter. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a lower scoring first quarter and really a first half, in my opinion, coming into tonight because I thought both of these teams would run the football quite a bit and the clock would run fast. So far, I'm kind of right. As senior high comes out, third and seven, a big play here. At the Lex 48, Brock Hill on the pistol takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's being pressured immediately, gets it out of there, and Miles Bradley's going to run backwards, and the minute men are going to swarm him at the 50 and bring him down. Big play again for the minute men defense, and they have stepped up tonight when they needed to. After that first drive, the Minutemen defense has really settled down and gotten locked in. Now they've got to get that offense moving. As they're going to get the ball back here, Brock Hill will stand back at his own 37-yard line, get ready to punt this thing away. Caden Eichler and Scotty Roush back for the Minutemen. Fourth and nine from the 50. As Hill takes a good snap, and he'll get it away. A pretty good punt, and Roush going to catch it, and a diving catch down at the 13, it looks like. And Roush pretty sure-handed back there, as always. Made that one a little tough on himself, but he caught it. And they're actually going to give him. Now they, they are going to give him the 13. For a second there, I thought they were going to mark him at the 14. So, first and 10, Minutemen take over. They haven't had great field position tonight to start drives, but the defense has looked good. They do trail at 7-0, however, with 11.06 to go second quarter. Cole Pauley brings him out. One wide receiver split off to the left, actually two. He'll send Newman in motion, but he'll give it to Carson Berry up the middle. He finds a hole, and he's pushing, and he's fighting. Out over the 20 to about the 21. A great carry there on first down of seven yards for Carson Berry. As now he's starting to get things going a little bit, racking up the yards tonight for the Minutemen. Ladies and gentlemen, get out those 50-50 tickets at the next break. We will announce tonight's winning ticket number. And I'm trying to get you a total here for Carson Berry on the night so far. He's had quite a few carries, but only recently has he really got things going for the Minutemen on the ground. As Barry now up to 12 yards on five carries, but that might be one play behind. I'll have to check back in in just a second on that one. Second and three. As Cole Pauley in the pistol again, sends Carter Newman in motion, and they'll give to Carson Barry again up the middle over the 25, still fighting, and he got the first down. They needed about two and a half. They got four. So a good first down there for the Minutemen. They kind of get out of their own end, get some breathing room. And they'll come out with a fresh set of downs here. They'll send two wide receivers left, bunched up close to the line, though. Cole Pauley in the pistol. He sends Newman in motion. And he'll fake the give to Carson Berry. He's going to roll right. He throws down the far sideline. He's got Peyton for it, but he dropped it. He was wide open at the 50. Oh, it was that same play we've been seeing the last few weeks, the little bootleg there, except this time they threw it a lot further down the field. It wasn't just out of the backfield there. 
like it has been. This time, Baden Forp was actually deep. Cole Pauly rolled out to the right and hit him. He just couldn't bring it in. Oh, my goodness. Baden might have been able to take off down that far sideline, too. Instead, it'll set up second and 10. Clock stops with 9.48 to go, second quarter. Minutemen will send two wide receivers left again, punched up to the line in the pistol. They'll send Newman in motion again. This time they'll give Carson Berry up the middle, and he ran into his own lineman there, ran into Hudson Moore, rather, and kind of stumbled down, lost a yard even. That'll set up third and long. Carson Berry now up to eight carries for 23 yards on the night. As long as eight. Hudson Moore has two carries for 16 yards. His long is 12. So for the first time maybe all year, Lexington just having a little bit of trouble getting it going on the ground. And now you'd think they'll go through the air here. Third and 11 from their own 29-yard line. Cole Pauly has two split off to the left, one to the right. In the single back pistol. And we might have a timeout Lex here, and we do. Timeout Lexington with 9.07 to go, second quarter. Mansfield Senior leads it 7-0 here on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Well, a big third down play coming up for the Minutemen as they're getting set to come out of the huddle. It's going to be third and 11, and tonight the story offensively is dropped passes for the Minutemen. They've had a few. And if they can just start reeling in some of these passes, I think this game's going to take a sharp turn for the Minutemen. Third and 11, they'll send two to the left, one to the right. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol sends Scotty Roush in motion. He'll take the low snap. He's back to pass. He's going to have to roll to his left, and he's going to be wrapped up and sacked back at the 15-yard line. A couple of Tigers were in there, but really, that play blew up on the low snap. Copali kind of picked it up off the ground and didn't have much time to do anything with it. And he'll take a big loss all the way back to the 16-yard line. And that was a loss of about eight. It'll set up fourth and 19. And again, A.J. Young going to have to punt from deep in his own end here. He stands on his own four-yard line right now, waiting for the snap from Nine Schwander. Amar Davis and Miles Bradley back to receive for the Tigers. It's a good snap. A.J. Young gets away a booming high kick, but not a very deep kick. And it's going to bounce and take a Tiger bounce, and it'll be downed back at the 37. So that definitely went higher than it did far. And senior high will take over with great field position. They're going to be at the Lex 37-yard line. And in fact, other than that first drive of the game when senior high drove down the field and scored, this will be the furthest they've had the ball down the football field tonight. And they're going to have great field position. So first and 10, Tigers come out. They'll have it at the Lex 37. 
They're going to have three to the left, one to the right. Brock Hill's going to be in the pistol. First and ten. He's waiting. He takes the snap. He flings it left side, and he's got Bradley, who's cutting back across the field. He's coming all the way across the field and then slides down at about the 31 and a gain of about six there. And you could tell these these uh, the weather conditions tonight, it's a beautiful night, but it's the perfect night for some dew to form on the field, and that's, I think, why Miles Bradley just slipped there. A little slick down on the field tonight. Second and four for the Tigers. Three to the left, one to the right. Brock Hill takes the snap, flings it to the right. He's got Amar Davis at the 28-yard line. And that'll be a gain of a few more, but he's going to be short of the line to gain, and it'll be third and one. And wait, they're going to give him what? They're going to give him a tremendous spot and a first down. Wow, they gave him a whole extra yard and a first down. So now Brock Hill already back out there in the pistol. First and ten Tigers. I thought it was going to be third and one. They'll send three to the left. Amar Davis is split off to the right. Petty right behind Brock Hill in the pistol. He'll take the snap, flings it out here to Petty. Off the right side, he's going to be bottled up and forced out of bounds on the near sideline. Might have lost a yard. We'll see. They might have given him the line of scrimmage, though, but great defense there by the Minutemen to corral Petty over towards the sideline there on the pitch. So they'll give him a no-gainer there. Second and ten coming up. And on second and 10, they're going to give to Petty again. And he's going to run off the right side down to about the 22. Be a big gain of about seven there on second down. But Minutemen still force another third down here. So the Tigers with a third and four here. Line up in the pistol. Brock Hill has three to the left, one to the right. Petty right behind him. Huge play here for the Minutemen defense. Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's looking right sideline. Got his man. It's Amar Davis, but I don't think he got the first down. They're going to give him another tremendous spot, though. They're going to say it's fourth down, but they gave him another yard on that one. I thought he caught it at about the uh, – Maybe the 19 and then kind of went backwards, but they gave him the 18. It's fourth and one. Tiger's going to go for it here. Brock Hill in the pistol. Three to the left, one to the right. Ricky Mills back in there. At the tailback spot for the Tigers. And Brock Hill, though, is going to take it and QB sneak it right up the middle for a first down. And the Tigers... Well, they technically were in the red zone on that last play, but now they're well into the red zone for the second time tonight. Tigers have it first and 10 at the Lex 14-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol. He's going to send three to the left, one to the right, first and 10. And now he's going to look over, make sure he's got everything right. Looks at his little armband play, uh, play calling sheet there. And now he's ready for the snap. Brock Hill takes it. He's going to give Mills off the right side. And he's going to be hit down at about the 
10. They'll give him the nine, a gain of five, and second and five coming up. So the Minutemen kind of have to play bend but don't break defense here. As the Tigers threatening to score again. Second and six, they gave Mills four on that last one. So second and six from the nine-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol. He's got three to the left again. Amar Davis by himself to the right. Single back pistol. Brock Hill takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to keep it on an option. He's running left, and he's going to run into the end zone as he just kind of ran between a couple of Lex defenders over there. And A.J. Young might have slipped and fell down there trying to pursue, and that's when things kind of opened up. And Brock Hill, again, using his feet, his second touchdown on the ground tonight. That one from nine yards out. Senior high extends their lead now, 13 to nothing. Four forty-seven to go, second quarter. Sean Putt on to attempt the extra point. As Duke Reese will hold the backup quarterback, and the Minutemen jumped here, so they'll just move the ball up a yard and try again. And actually, with that penalty, it might. And, it, yep, I was going to say, Chokey Bradley might decide he wants to go for two here now that they gave him an extra yard. So senior high coach Bradley will uh, take advantage of the penalty and try to go for the, uh, the uh, two-point conversion here. They line up in a bit of a power eye, and Brock Hill hands it off. Mills off the right side. He's going to get in. So senior high gets the two off the after the mistake by the Minutemen there. And that'll make it 15 to nothing. Mansfield senior with the lead, 447 to go, second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 4.47 to go, second quarter. Minutemen trail at 15 to nothing here at home to the senior high T.Y. Tigers. And Tiger kicker Sean Putt has the ball up on the tee. He's going to kick it from left to right as I see it. And he is going to squib it down the right side. Scotty Roush going to pick it up. He's to the 35 and runs out of bounds. And Avion Gross hit him right on the sideline, and that was borderline a late hit call, but it was it was a bang-bang play. But either way, great awareness by Scotty Roush to pick that ball up and get out to the 35, and actually because he did that, it sets Lex up with some of their best starting field position of the night. Got to take advantage of it here and get something going if you're the Minutemen. And they've had opportunities tonight. But a couple of drop passes have cost them some chances to move down the field. Minutemen will have two wide receivers to the left, bunched up close to the line in the pistol. Cole Pauley takes the snap, gives. Carson Berry off the right side, just couldn't get the edge. He's going to lose a yard. 
as he tried to get out there off that right edge. Tackle by Malachi Mays, the senior. And this T.Y. Tigers team, I wouldn't say they're loaded with seniors, but they've got a few seniors. And uh, they are the playmakers on this T.Y. Tiger team. Second and 11. Minutemen have it at their own 34. Cole Pauley going to have two to the right this time. In the single back pistol, they'll have Eichler off to the left. He takes the snap. Pauley back to pass. He's going to roll right. Now he's scrambling around, and he slips right in the middle of the field there. And he goes down. And like I said, these conditions tonight, it's just the perfect temperature to get some of that moisture, some of that dew on the field. And Cole Pauley fell victim there as he slipped and fell, trying to get out of there. And that'll set up third down, third and long. And senior high takes a timeout, trying to make sure they have all their ducks in a row so they can get the football back here. 3.59 to go, second quarter. Minute men trail it 15 to nothing. And they've got the ball third down, third and 16. And they'll have it on their own 29-yard line when they come out of the huddle here. Both teams have used one timeout. And thanks to the brand-new scoreboard here at Lexington, I can give you the information about who has how many timeouts accurately now. Didn't used to have that ability, but now I can proudly with a smile on my face tell you that both teams have two timeouts left. This is a beautiful scoreboard they have here at Lex now. And as I mentioned in the pregame show, kind of the last missing puzzle piece of, uh, of this football field because other than that, the field is beautiful. The stadium is awesome. They've been needing that new scoreboard for a while now, and they got it, and it's awesome. Third and 16, a huge play here for the Minutemen. Cole Pauley going to go in the shotgun this time. Two wide to the right, two to the left. He'll send Carson Berry in motion. Pauley takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to get sacked back at the 20 before he can even try to get out of there. And we're going to have a penalty flag here right in the middle of the field. And depending on who this is on, this is going to be either really great for the Minutemen or really, really bad for the Minutemen. Because if it's on Lexington, it's going to force them to have to punt deep in their own end again. But if it's on senior high, depending on what it is, Lex might get a first down out of this. As we await the call. They're still trying to get it sorted out here. It looks like, though, well, now I'm even more confused than before. It looked like it was going to be on senior high, but now I don't know. And it is. So it was an unsportsmanlike conduct uh, personal foul after the play was over. So it was a dead ball foul. And it's going to... Give the Minutemen some yardage, but not enough for a first down. So it's still going to be fourth down. And now what? Timeout, senior high. So at least that gives the Minutemen some room here to punt and maybe try to get Mansfield senior back on their heels in their own end. But it was not enough for a first down. And it'll set up fourth and ten after the timeout. So the T.Y. Tigers just used their second timeout of the half. They've got one left. Lexington still has two left. 3.51 to go in the second quarter, and it seems like the last minute or so of game play that has come off the clock has taken about 30 minutes in real life. It seems like this game has just come to a standstill. 
as we've had a couple of timeouts in the last few minutes. And some penalties and overall confusion on the field. And it just seems like this second quarter has just come to a dead halt. So, fourth and ten, they come out, and A.J. Young will punt it away. He stands back at his own 23-yard line. Need a big one here from A.J. Amar Davis and Miles Bradley back to receive for the Tigers. They both stand at about their own 25-yard line. And now they're going to put eight seconds back on the clock. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. As this second quarter is going to go for seemingly two more hours. So they put eight seconds back on, 3.59 to go second quarter. A.J. Young now ready for the snap. He takes it, and he boots an end over end. Low line drive kick down the far sideline, a pretty good punt, and it's going to roll and be touched down at about the 30-yard line. So that'll be about a 35-yard punt for A.J., but more importantly, Mansfield doesn't get their hands on it, and they can't return it. Now the defense has got to get the ball back to the offense here and try to get a score before halftime. Good news is Lexington does get the football to start the second half, but that really only ever means anything if you can do something big to end the first half. As Brock Hill has the Tigers out there waiting, Lexington comes out now onto the field. And it's going to be first and 10, senior high at their own 30. They'll have three to the right, one to the left. Hill in the pistol. Ricky Mills behind him. Takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's back to pass. He's going to have to scramble. He's hit by a minute man, but gets out of there. Now he's going to run. And he's going to be wrapped up and brought down. Hudson Moore drags him back to the 20. And we have an injured Tiger down on the field. It's Ricky Mills who... Was a part of the play action there, but I didn't see if a minute man came up and thought maybe he took the handoff and hit him or not. I'm not really sure how he got injured, but Ricky Mills is down, and it's his left leg clearly. I can't imagine, though, with the weather conditions tonight that it's a cramp, so we hope it's nothing too serious, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Meanwhile, the minute men... Sack Brock Hill for a loss of seven as Hudson Moore came flying up there and was not going to let Brock Hill get out of there. I didn't see who made the initial contact, but somebody got their arm on him as he was trying to get out of the pocket, and it did enough to slow him down, and then Hudson Moore just came up there and was not going to let him go. And that'll set up great defensive field position for the Minutemen now. Second and 17, and it's going to be uh, spotted on the Mansfield 23. So the Minutemen really have a great chance here to get a stop and get the ball back with good field position at the end of the first half. But you got to come out and you've got to stop them here two times in a row, and you can't let them really even sniff that first down marker because if you do that, they're going to be near midfield, and then the uh, field position game changes again. you got to keep them back here in their own end so when they uh, do have to punt, the Minutemen will get good field position out of it, in theory. But you got to get a stop here if you're the Minutemen. And Ricky Mills is up, but it does not look like... Well, he's trying to get off on his own power. He's kind of limping. At first, it didn't look like he was even really going to try to walk, but he is going to get off under his own power, so that's good to see. 
Definitely a left leg issue, maybe a knee issue. He's kind of trying to bend that leg and stretch it out. So we might still see Ricky tonight. Doesn't look to be that serious. As it's second and 17, teams are ready to play. Brock Hill in the pistol, three to the left, one to the right, takes the snap, back to pass. He's flinging it right down the middle of the field. He's got Lamar Davis, but it's through his hands. And that sets up a huge third down play here coming up for the Minutemen defense. Third and 17 from the senior 23-yard line. And that was a gift for the Minuteman defense. They've got to take advantage. Three to the left, one to the right for Brock Hill in the pistol. Third and 17, takes the snap. He's back, flinging it down the left sideline. He's got a man. It's Bradley, and he runs under it and hangs on. What a catch down at about the 40. And we'll see where they mark it, but that was just a huge play and extremely deflating for the Minuteman defense. And wait a second, the referee's bringing the ball back here. Did they say it was incomplete? And they did. I think they said it was incomplete. It looked like he brought it in over there on the far sideline, but maybe he trapped it. Wow, that was a huge call. Obviously, from where I'm at, it was across the field. I couldn't see it, so I'm not saying it was the wrong call. I'm just saying that was a huge defensive play there. I don't know if Kate Eichler got his hand in there or not. He did He did hit Miles Bradley as he caught it, so maybe he jarred the ball loose. So a huge play defensively, and now it's fourth and 17. Brock Hill stands on his 10, takes a snap, and he's going to punt it away. A good punt, and Roush is under it, and he makes the catch back at the 39-yard line. That's exactly what you wanted if you were the Minutemen. And they're going to have pretty good field position. Plenty of time left here in the second quarter. They've got 316 and two timeouts. So really, time is not going to be an issue here. It's just going to be a matter of getting the ball down the field. Man, I, I thought Miles Bradley caught that ball. So that was a huge play. And I know Caden Eichler got over there and made a hit, so he must have jarred the ball loose. And then Miles must have fell on it and tried to pretend he caught it, but evidently not. And I am not complaining. Minutemen going to come out here in the shotgun this time. Three to the right, one to the left. Cole Pauly first and 10 from his own 39. Fakes a give, takes the snap and throws out to the right side. It's Carson Berry trying to make a move. And he gets out to about the 44-yard line. Gain of uh, about five on first down. It'll set up, now they'll give him four. Second and six coming up for the Minutemen. Clock is under three minutes now. As Baden Forp will bring the play in off the sideline. Minutemen trailing 15 to nothing. Second and six. Minutemen have it at their own 43-yard line. Polly comes out with two to the left. He's going to go in the pistol this time. Sends Newman in motion, takes the snap, give. Carson Berry trying to find room up the middle, and he's going to get over the 45 out to about the 47. And it's good for another four yards. It'll set up third and two, a big play for the Minuteman offense here. It's third down, but they're also right near midfield, and they've got to try to get a score before halftime. The clock is seeming to run faster now as we've got 2.10 to go in the second quarter. And the Minutemen come out. Got to get this first down. They'll send two far to the left this time. 
Cole Pauly in the pistol. They're going to try to get Carter Newman lined up correctly. He comes in motion. They take the snap. Pauly gives to Barry up the middle to the 50. He's to the 45. A big first down for the Minutemen. It'll stop the clock for a second here. And the Minutemen over midfield to the 45-yard line. And a good run by Carson Barry. And now we've got a Minuteman down right in the middle of the field. And the trainers are going to come out, have to come out here. But in the meantime, that gives us a chance to reset. And there's 1.52 to go, second quarter. Minutemen trailing, 15 to nothing. But they're trying to drive here and get some momentum back before halftime. They do get the ball to start the second half, but again, that doesn't mean a whole lot here unless you can get something to end this half. And the injured Minuteman is walking off the field, and it looks like... Trying to get a clean look at the number here. It looks like it's, uh, well, for the gray uniforms, I've got a little bit of a, a different roster. It's Drew Young. And he looks to be okay coming off. Just maybe a little banged up. But certainly nothing uh, devastating. And he'll try to walk it off. First and 10, Minutemen at the Mansfield 45-yard line. Pauly in the pistol, too wide to the left. Carter Newman comes in motion. They'll take the snap, fake the give. Pauly's going to roll to the right. He throws down the field. He's got his man, and it's caught by Caden Eichler, a first down on the far sideline. And a gain of about 12. They'll give him the 33-yard line. And the Minutemen trying to strike here before halftime. 1.40 to go in the second quarter. Clock is rolling. Minutemen do still have two timeouts left, though. They'll send two to the left. They've got a tight end on the right side. Cole Pauly in the pistol. First and 10 from the Mansfield 33. Sends a man in motion. Takes the snap. Give. Carson Berry up the middle. He's hit, but he keeps fighting over the 30. He's going to get about four yards again. And he might have ran into his own lineman there. That might not have even been a Tiger that hit him initially there. He might have ran right up the back of his left tackle there. And Lexington will take a timeout. 1-10 to go, second quarter. Second and five coming up after the timeout. Actually, it's going to be more like second and six. And they've got the ball at the senior high 30-yard line. A must-score possession here if you're the Minutemen. Got to get something here. I mean, obviously, anybody in the football world would love to have a touchdown here, but you've at least got to get out of this half with a field goal attempt, which on a night like tonight is going to be a lot harder uh, than you'd think. The field's a little slick, and uh, right down where the Minutemen are right now, right at about the 30-yard line, it's pretty beat up down there in the middle of the field. So obviously you want to try to get in the end zone here. But you definitely don't need any timeouts, and I see the uh, field goal unit. Down here warming up, getting some snaps in. So they may be thinking too, hey, you know, if things do go south here, we at least need to stay in field goal range for A.J. Young. But see if the Minutemen can get in the end zone. They come out second and six from the Mansfield 30, two to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He's going to motion Hudson Moore from his left hip to his right, takes the snap. He will fake a give. He's back to pass. He's going to try to roll. He's going to get out of there. He rolls right, throws down the middle of the field, and he had a couple of guys there, but it was right between them. We're going to have a flag here, maybe a hold. 
as Cole Pauley kind of threw that thing right between Carter Newman and Carson Berry, and I don't think either one of them knew who it was supposed to be for, so neither one of them went for it. And we might either have a hold or an ineligible man downfield as that play kind of blew up there. And Cole Pauley scrambled around quite a bit. So we'll see what the actual call is. And now they're asking Coach Bradley, too, if he wants to accept a penalty or decline the penalty. Do you make it third down or do you give him the penalty and repeat second down? So it is a hold on Lexington. So it, And they'll take the 10-yard penalty and repeat second down. So that's a huge penalty for the Minutemen as it pushes them all the way back to the Mansfield 44-yard line. Scotty Roush will come on. Mason Thomas on as well. Bringing out all the wide receivers for this one as it's going to be second and 21 from the senior high 44-yard line. 104 to go, second quarter. Minutemen have one timeout left. They'll send two to the right, two to the left in the shotgun, and we're going to have a false start. As it looked like everybody went but the center. Even Cole Pauley kind of started leaning forward as if the snap was about to come, and it never did. So another five yards, pushes the Minutemen back almost to midfield now. At the Mansfield 49-yard line, it's going to be second and 26, not what you wanted just a second ago. But here we are. Minutemen will send two to the left. And now they'll send two to the right as Mason Thomas trying to get lined up, so... Two left, two right, Cole Pauley in the shotgun. Takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry up the middle. Breaks the tackle. He's to the 40, trying to get outside, and he gets to the 39-yard line, so he gets a lot of the penalty yardage back. And it's still going to set up a third and long here, though, and they're only at the 39-yard line, trying to hurry up and get up to the line. Carson Berry's going to have to come off. I think his shoe fell off. They're going to have to get Jordan Byrice on the field now. And they'll have two to the left, two to the right, and... An inadvertent snap as Cole Pauley was trying to get things lined up. I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but Aiden Nichols snapped the ball and nobody was ready. And that's going to go down as a sack as Cole Pauley had to go back and fall on it. That was extremely bizarre because Carson Berry's shoe fell off. He was trying to get off the field. They were trying to get Jordan Byrice on the field. And while all that was happening, Cole Pauley was getting things lined up, and here comes the snap all of a sudden. So 50 seconds left. A.J. Young's going to have to punt this thing away. Standing at his own 42, takes a great snap, and he'll get a pretty good spiraling punt away. It's going to bounce, and it's going to roll, and a great Lexington roll. And they're going to down it at the eight-yard line. So if, as long as you play prevent defense here, you shouldn't give up anything to Mansfield to end the half. 36 seconds left. Senior high only has one timeout as well. But again, I mentioned it earlier, Lexington, when they have a penalty offensively, usually from there things start to go south. And on that drive, they had a couple of penalties. And a bad snap, and they got moved all the way back to the 50-yard line, and uh, not a good end to the half. But you certainly can't 
add to that and give up a big play here. You've got to get out of the half without giving up a point. As Brock Hill in the pistol takes the snap, they're going to throw. Left sideline, Amar Davis makes the catch, but he did it falling down. And the clock's going to roll here unless Mansfield Sr. takes a timeout, and that's exactly what they did. And you can see Coach Bradley telling Amar Davis, hey, you're already on the sideline. Just catch it and go out of bounds. Don't fall. Don't slide. But he did, and he was in bounds. So senior high had to use their last time out of the half, which is a good thing for the Minutemen. Only 29 seconds left. Just keep everything in front of you here. And if you're the Minutemen, get into the half with no more damage done. And you're still in this thing. It's 15 to nothing, senior high leads. Lexington does get the ball to start the second half, but it would have been a much bigger deal had they found a way to score here to end the first half. So now when they get the ball to start the second half, it's going to just be to try to get some points on the board and cut this lead where if they would have scored here before halftime, you might be coming out in the second half trying to tie the ball game up. 29 seconds to go in the first half. Senior high has it. Second down, second and four at their own 15-yard line. Brock Hill takes the pistol snap, flings it out left side. He's got Amar Davis again, but again tackled in bounds. He did get the first down, so the clock will stop just for a second here. But the Minutemen did a nice job of keeping him in bounds, and the clock's going to run as soon as they set it down. 20 seconds left, Brock Hill in the pistol. No timeouts for senior high here. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to roll left. He's going to run left, and he's going to get to the sideline and get out of bounds at the 31. So gain of three. But now you've got 12 seconds left. The clock does stop, but senior high really didn't pick up anything there. And it's going to be second. Well, they only gave him two, actually. Second and eight. Brock Hill back in the pistol. Sends three to the right, one to the left again. He takes the snap. He's back. He's going to roll right, throws it into the flat. He's got his man out here at the 30 to the 35 and out of bounds. And it's been a while, but Zion Brown gets back into the action with a catch there. And he got about six yards. It'll set up, well, maybe seven. It'll set up third and one. Only five seconds left here. So unless Brock Hill can fling this thing about 60, 70 yards, I think the Minutemen may get out of this half with no more damage done. Brock Hill in the pistol takes the snap. He's back. He's being rushed by Leighton Nosa. He gets out of there. He's going to run right, and now he's going to have to commit, and he's going to be brought down as he stumbles out to the 45. So... Not necessarily what you wanted offensively if you're the Minutemen, but the defense looks fantastic, and they've kept themselves in this ball game. Now you got to make those adjustments at halftime and come out and try to get on the board to start the second half as the Minutemen will get the second half kickoff. And right now at halftime, they trail it. Mansfield Senior, 15, Lexington, nothing. When we come back, we'll have scores from around the area, and we'll have the recap of the first half. And look ahead to the second half as, once again, Senior High leads at 15 to nothing here at Lex on fearthevillage.com. 
VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 
Halftime here at Lexington High School where the Senior High Tigers shutting out Lexington right now, 15 to nothing. However, the Lex defense looks like they're getting locked in. Now we just got to get the offense back on track, and this may be an interesting second half. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin with you all by myself tonight as Nick Lazier took a trip to Florida this week and uh, left me here all alone. But uh, doing all right so far. Thanks for asking. As uh, we take a look at the uh, VSB and radio scoreboard, Carey with a big lead at halftime over Bucyrus, 44 to nothing. <clears throat> at halftime, it is Clyde, zero, Perkins, zero. Northmore leads Fredericktown. The Golden Knights trying to go 6-0 and to start the year. They lead Fredericktown 34-6 to at halftime. Watkins Memorial all over Mount Vernon right now, 33-7. Ashland and Madison tied at 7 at half. It is Mohawk and Seneca East tied at 7 at halftime. Colonel Crawford leads Winford 31-14. Upper Sandusky over Buckeye Central right now, 14-8. Mapleton and Western Reserve tied at 14. It is West Holmes 24, Worcester 16. Shelby leads Marion Harding 17-6. Centerburg over Cardington Lincoln 18-6. It is Loudonville trailing Worcester Triway 29-21. Uh, Harden Northern 31, Elgin 28. River Valley leads Ontario at halftime 28-14. Monroeville 28, South Central 28. It is East Knox 35, Mount Gilead 10. Canfield, uh, Canfield shutting out Pleasant 21 to nothing. Bellevue shutting out Norwalk 14 to nothing. It is Highland 34, Danville 7. Crestline trailing Ridgedale 22 to 7. Clear Fork trails Galleon right now over at Galleon 21 to 12. It is Tiffin Columbian 26, Sandusky 7. Willard uh, trailing Huron 28 to 14. And Norwalk St. Paul trailing Plymouth 14-12. That's a look at your VSBN Radio halftime scoreboard. When we come back, we will uh, recap the first half of Mansfield Senior in Lexington, where the Tigers lead Lex 15-0 on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. 
That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419 419- 522 2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. M-E. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington where the Band of Gold is taking the field and getting set to do their halftime festivities. And the Minutemen trailing right now. Mansfield Senior 15-0. to zero. And it seems like, and, and don't get me wrong, I understand why, uh, but a couple of years ago when Senior High came here, their side was packed with people. It's not a bad crowd tonight, but... Obviously, the last time they were here was the year they went to state and went undefeated up until they got to state. I I should say they did lose to Worcester at the last second, uh, but only had one blemish that year until they got to the state finals. Uh, So, of course, they brought a much bigger crowd that year, but uh, seems like it's a little bit of a smaller crowd for senior high tonight overlooking across at their side. As they do lead it, though, 15 to nothing. A pretty good crowd here for Lexington tonight, though, I will say. As uh, the Minutemen trying to get back on track of the win. They are 2-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in the OCC. Senior high is 3-2 and two overall, 0-1 oh in the OCC. As we're trying to get a couple of things sorted out here with the stat sheet, so I won't have those for a couple of more minutes. We'll actually take one more quick break as I'm trying to get this thing uh, sorted out. But we'll have first half stats for you in just a moment. We've got about ten and a half minutes until second half action. Uh, senior high leads Lex 15-0 on fearthevillage.com. 
VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 
Back here as we are nearing the second half at Lexington High School. And the Senior High Tigers lead this one 15 to nothing. And in fact, it's been about five years since Lexington has defeated Senior High. And uh, looking to get back on track tonight and get that big dub here at home and get back above 500 in the OCC if Lexington can win this thing and make things interesting in the OCC as they go to West Holmes next week. And you just never know at West Holmes, as we found out last time we were there, you can never count the Minutemen out at West Holmes. But tonight they got to get something going offensively in the second half. As we look at first half stats, we'll start with the uh, Lexington Minutemen first. Carson Berry had 13 carries in that first half. It didn't feel like he had 48 yards, but he did rack up 48 yards uh, on the ground. And by my math, that's about four yards a carry for Carson Berry. Uh, two carries for Hudson Moore early on. They were early in the first quarter. He had 16 yards on the ground. Cole Polly uh, took four losses. Uh, those mostly being sacks for a, law, a negative 34 yards. Cole Polly passing three for nine, 26 yards. He did have that one pick to uh, Miles Bradley on this near sideline. Uh, Carson Berry had two catches, led the way in receptions for the Minutemen, but only for 14 yards total. Cade Eichler had one catch for uh, 12 yards and a first down. A.J. Young had five punts in the first half, but uh, his average was 37 yards. He had a 50-yarder as well, so I know... Obviously, you don't want your punter out there uh, very often, but I know A.J., and I know he's going to be very happy with that first-half performance punting. Uh, kickoff returns. Cade Eichler had one for seven yards. Uh, leading the way in tackles for the Minutemen was Briar Miller. He had five, and uh, three of those were by himself. Uh, sacks for the Minutemen. Hudson Moore had one. Matt Dwyer had one. For the Tigers, rushing, Ricky Mills had the same amount as Carson Berry on the ground, but in a lot less carries. He had five carries, 48 yards. He had a long of 26. Jameer Petty had three carries, 16 yards. Brock Hill was seven carries, 12 yards and two touchdowns. Zion Brown lost a yard on one carry, and Avion Gross lost nine yards on one carry. Brock Hill was 10 for 16 passing in the first half, 70 yards. Amar uh, Davis led the way receiving for the Tigers with 33 yards. He did have one drop. Miles Bradley, three catches, 20 yards. Avion Gross, one catch for 10. Zion Brown with one catch for seven. Brock Hill had four punts, averaged 40 yards punting. Uh, so his average was better than A.J. Young punting, but A.J. Young had the longer punt by 10 yards. So Brock Hill a little more consistent, but A.J. Young has shown the bigger leg tonight. Uh, Sean Putt was uh, one for one on extra points. Amar Davis had one kick return for 27 yards. Uh, leading the way, tackling for the Tigers, Makai Bradley had nine. Uh, he also had one sack. Leo Hess had a sack. Ricky Mills has one and a half sacks, and Aaron Wade had the other half of a sack for the Tigers. As we've got about five, maybe six minutes left until second half action here at Mans, or excuse me, here at Lexington, where Mansfield leads it, uh, 15 to zero. When we come back, we'll have, uh, well, I will have, as I'm all alone tonight, I will have a look ahead to the second half and what the Minutemen need to do to get out of here with a win and get back above 500 in the OCC and get back to 500 overall. Uh, but they're going to have to do it starting right away in the second half when they get the football. But we'll talk about that in just a minute. 15-0, Senior High leads Lex 
here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. VSBNradio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Just about set for second half action here at Lexington, where Senior High holds a 15 to nothing lead. Lex will get the ball to start the second half, though, so hopefully they can get something going offensively and change that storyline and get themselves back into this game. As we've got about a minute left until the second half kickoff. And uh, if you're Lex here, got to come out and get a score quickly. But uh, you can do it on the ground. I mean, if, you, if, if Carson's there and things are, things are going well on the ground, stay with it. As I don't know exactly why this is happening tonight, but the Minutemen have dropped three or four balls tonight. Now, like I've said several times throughout the first half, there is some dew on the field. That's clear because the players are slipping all over the place. So I don't know if that's sort of uh, making its way onto the ball and maybe the ball's a little slick. But uh, if the Minutemen could just clean up a couple of little things offensively, I mean, they can, they can get right back in this ball game, especially the way the defense is playing tonight. Uh, so that would be my key to the second half. Just keep moving the ball, clean up those little mistakes like drop passes, and I think the Minutemen are right there in this game. As they've held senior high to 15 points in the first half. Defense looks good. They're swarming, and uh, they're making plays. And sometimes you just never know. Sometimes it's a it's a turnover on defense that gets the offense going. And the Minutemen looking for that big play tonight. They haven't had it, other than a couple of sacks on the uh, on the Tigers, but uh, haven't had that big offensive play. Haven't had the big turnover on defense yet. Got to get something going. Got to get some magic going here if you're the Minutemen. Good thing is. Only down 15 to nothing. You can be back in this thing in a flash. And the Minutemen have showed this year they can put up points. In fact, they've put up the most points through five games since 2008. As Sean Putt gets set to kick it off, he'll kick it from, as we see it, right to left. He'll kick it towards the south end zone, and the Minutemen will catch the ball and run north. Corey Durbin with you solo tonight here at Lex. Senior high leads at 15-0. Sean Putt runs up, and the second half is underway. It's a squib kick, and it's going to be picked up on the far sideline by the Minutemen. It's by Rice down the left sideline. He's to the 30, and he runs into his own man and falls down out at the 34. And that's just kind of the, the tough break. That, that play right there sort of sums up the night for the Minutemen. As by Rice, it looked like he had plenty of room down the sideline, but kind of ran into his own guy. Still a not a bad return. And the Minutemen will set up with good field position at the 34. And now we see what adjustments were made at halftime and see if the Minutemen can get the ball moving down the field. Carson Berry did almost have 50 yards in the first half on the ground, but it was really a quiet 50 yards. But uh, he's on pace for 100. And the Minutemen come out. They'll send two to the left. Paulie in the pistol from the 34, takes the snap. They'll give Barry up the middle, and he's tackled after a gain of about three, maybe four. And for a lot of running backs, that's a no-gainer, but the way Carson just gets the ball and puts his head down and goes, he just ran right through the first arm tackle and picked up four yards. 
Gaten Eichler comes off the field. Minutemen going to come out of the huddle. Second and six from their own 38-yard line. Cole Pauly in the pistol, two to the right. He'll take the snap. It's a low snap, but he picks it up, throws it out. Carter Newman caught it, and he sits down right at the 44-yard line, and that's enough, I believe, for a first down. They're going to give it to him, a gain of six, and that's exactly how you want to start if you're the Minutemen. Two plays and a first down. And just like that, they're near midfield. They're at their own 44. 11 minutes to go, third quarter. Senior high leads at 15-0. But the Minutemen trying to drive here to start the second half. Cole Pauly sends Carter Newman and Caden Eichler off to the left. Eichler going to be in the slot left. Pauly in the pistol, first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's back to pass. He throws. He's got his man, and it's caught. And I think that might have been. That was Hudson Moore down there, and he picked up four yards. Well, they'll give him three yards, second and seven. Second and a short seven, if there is such a thing. It looks to me, my naked eye, it looks like third, or excuse me, second and six. And they'll come out. Two to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Second and six takes the snap. He'll give Carson Berry up the middle, and he's hit by several Tigers right at the line of scrimmage. They're trying to rip the ball out of there. But he hangs on to it, and he gets two yards. It'll set up third down and about five. Big play for the Minutemen offense here. Third and five right at midfield. And Baden Forup comes on the field for the Minutemen. They're huddled up, and they'll come out. Cole Pauly sends two to the right. It's Carter Newman, Cade Eichler in the slot right. Pauly's in the pistol, third and five. He'll send Newman in motion, takes the snap, give. It's an end around Newman. He's to the 50, he's to the 45, and he gets the first down, and he's pushed out of bounds at the 41. A good play there, and that's the first time we've seen Carter Newman touch the ball off of a handoff tonight anyways. But two big plays for Carter Newman on this drive, and he's gotten two first downs for the Minutemen, one catching, one running. And a big first down there as it was third down. So they'll keep the, the chains moving here, and they get out to the Mansfield 41-yard line. And a fresh set of downs for the Minutemen. They'll send one to the right, one to the left this time. Cole Polly in the pistol from the senior high 41, first and 10. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a give. He's going to roll right. He's going to run. He's being chased, and he tries to get the ball out of there. He does. It's incomplete. And Hudson Moore was in the area, so no intentional grounding. And it'll set up second and ten. A heck of a job by Cole Pauly to get that ball out of there and keep it out of danger and avoid getting sacked. And it'll set up second and 10. Minutemen have to get to the 31-yard line. They've got it second and 10 at the senior high 41-yard line. They need some points here. 9.22 to go, third quarter. They'll send two to the left. Carter Newman, Caden Eichler in the slot left. Baden Forup at the tight end spot on the right side. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Sends Carter Newman in motion, takes the snap, give. Carson Berry off the left side, and he hits the hole for about five yards. That'll set up another third and a manageable. Third and five. So a big play coming up here for the Minutemen. 
As Cam Crago comes on for Caden Eichler. And a big play here for the Minutemen. Another third down. Third and five from the senior high 36. Two split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol again. Takes the third and five snap. Back to pass. Looking near side. And it's almost picked off. And I think that was Jayante O'Brien. And the intended receiver was Carter Newman, and he was there, but that was just such a long pass that by the time it got there, O'Brien came up, broke it up. And luckily for the Minutemen, that would have been a pick six, but he couldn't hang on. That was would have been a tough play, but had he made the play, that was a touchdown. So the Minutemen will punt, but they do flip the field position for the first time tonight, and we'll see if A.J. Young can pin the Tigers deep here as they only send one man back this time. It's Miles Bradley back to receive. A.J. Young standing at the 48-yard line. Takes a great snap. He's going to roll right and punt it away. A great spiraling kick. It's going to bounce and roll, and it's going to be touchdown, and it's going to roll into the end zone. It was almost touchdown at the one, but the way that thing bounded, it, it just got away from the Minutemen, and it took a fast bounce, and they almost had Mansfield at the one. But instead, it's going to be a touchback. Senior high will start at the 20. And now we'll see if this Minuteman defense can make a big play. I mean, you're right down here where a turnover could result in a touchdown if you're the Minutemen. But you got to make something happen here. And you definitely can't give up a long drive because that would be, at this point, back-breaking for the Minutemen. you got to get the ball back here. Brock Hill in the shotgun, three to the right, one left. First and 10 from their own 20. He's going to check his play sheet and call something out to the line. Now he's ready for it. Takes the snap. They'll give. Off the right side, Minutemen are in there, and they're going to get him for a loss of maybe one. And that was Zion Brown, number five, back in there. And the Minutemen actually hit him two or three yards behind the line, but he somehow squeaked out of there and almost – now the, they'll say he did get back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to set up second and ten. Big play here for the Minutemen. Second and ten. Brock Hill's going to have three to the right, one to the left, and the pistol from the 20-yard line. He takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to roll left. He's got his man down here near the on the near sideline, and it's almost caught but broken up. Great defense, and it was A.J. Young down there on defense. As Amar Davis was the intended receiver, it was going to be a heck of a catch anyways, but A.J. Young made sure he didn't bring it down, and a big stop for the minute. Minute sets up third and ten. So third and ten. Tigers at their own 20-yard line. They'll send three to the left this time. Amar Davis split off by himself to the right. And the pistol, Brock Hill, ready, and takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to roll left. He's looking left. He's looking left. He's going to run left, and he's going to get out of there, and he's going to get near a first down, and he gets the first down, a tough run as Corbin Green came up and hit him. But Brock Hill had plenty of momentum to kind of run through the tackle and he needed 10, he got 13. And that's just a tough break for the Lexington defense. As Brock Hill really had nowhere to go through the air, but he had plenty of room to run. 
So now the Minutemen will try again here as Brock Hill has it first and 10 at his own 33-yard line. He'll have three to the right this time. They just keep flip-flopping back and forth. Amar Davis by himself to the left in the pistol. Brock Hill takes the snap. He'll give off the right side, and it's Brown, and the Minutemen stop him again. A loss of one. Second and 11 coming up. Got to get the ball back here if you're the Minutemen, especially when you get Mansfield playing behind the chains like this. You've got to get the ball back. Second and 11, under seven minutes to go, third quarter, Mansfield up 15 to nothing. Brock Hill in the pistol again, three right, one left. Brown in there behind him as the tailback, takes the snap. Brock Hill back to pass. He's looking, he's going to run left again, and this time he's open again to run left, and he does over the 40, and he's out at the 43, and that's right at the marker. And for whatever reason, there is nobody spying, and this left side just keeps opening up as they keep running flood routes to the right. And the whole left side of the field keeps opening up for Brock Hill, and he's just killing the Minutemen on this drive with his feet. Another first down with his legs by Brock Hill, and that is just going to get really old really fast here as he's in the pistol again from the 43 this time. He takes the snap. He's looking at Amar Davis, who caught it down the middle of the field to the 40. Another first down over midfield for the Tigers. And right before that play, Brock Hill said something to Amar and must have known it was going to be there. And Amar's had some drops tonight, but didn't drop that one. Caught it in stride for a big first down. Gain of about 17 there and a first down to the Lex 40-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol. Three right, one left. He's got Brown at the tailback spot behind him. Takes the snap. He's looking right. He's going to be flushed, and again, he's going to come to the left, and nobody's there, and he's going to get to the 30 and run out of bounds at the 29. It's to the point now where Brock Hill just looks to the right and runs to the left. And if they just don't let him run left, Brock Hill has nowhere to go through the air. The Minutemen secondary doing a great job over there on the far sideline, but as soon as Brock Hill sees the left side open up, he runs there every time. And another first down for the Tigers to the Minuteman 29-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol again. Three to the right, one left, takes the snap. He'll throw right, and this is a dud. It's a short pass. And one of the Tigers is still battling with Baden Forup here, and now we're going to have offsetting penalties when a Tiger tackled Baden Forup after the play. And Baden... Pushed whoever that was for senior high, one of the linemen, pushed him back, and of course they're going to have an offsetting penalty here, but that was completely, that would have been on the Tigers all the way there. And obviously it's at the, in the end of this, it's going to be offsetting penalties, of course, because... You can never blame who's at fault. You got to blame it on everybody. Unfortunately, in football, that's how it works sometimes. Now, don't get me wrong. Baden did see who that was for the Tigers. It was Jordan Lutens who basically continued through the whistle, blocking Baden Forp, and eventually just tackled him is what happened. 
Baden didn't like it and got up and, and just gave him a little shove back. So they'll call a personal foul on Lutons for the Tigers. And we'll have it on Baden Forp as well. And we're going to have two penalties on Baden Forp and only one on the Tigers. They had a live ball foul on Baden and a dead ball foul on Baden. Unbelievable. Baden did not instigate that situation at all. I'm not saying he should have got up and pushed Luton's back. Of course he shouldn't have. But how did Baden get two penalties on that and Luton's only got one? Unbelievable from the referees right there. There is absolutely no way Baden did more than Luton's right there. As Brock Hill back to pass, throws in zone, and it's almost picked off by the Minutemen. Down there on coverage. I think that was DJ Johnson down there. It was on the coverage, and he almost had a pick in the end zone. Second and ten for the Minutemen, or excuse me, for the Tigers coming up. They're in the red zone again at the Lex 15-yard line. I still have no idea how Baden got pinned with two penalties there. When he arguably did less. Four wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Brock Hill takes the snap. It's a QB keeper up the middle. He breaks a tackle, still breaking tackles, and he gets 11 when he needed 10. He's down to the four. And a first down. And Brock Hill has single-handedly changed this ball game in the third quarter with his legs. He hasn't done anything really through the air here. It's all been Brock Hill running. First and goal from the five. Brock Hill will hand it off. Ricky Mills off the right side. He's going to tumble forward to the one. Second and goal from the one coming up. And you got to imagine Senior High is going to push this thing in here. And it's going to really put the Minutemen in a hole. As Hill under center takes the snap. They'll hand it off again. Mills off the right side. Touchdown. Well, still no signal yet. Now they give the signal. And now another flag comes in, and I'm sure it's going to be on Lexington. And a second flag. And based on the last call when a bunch of flags came out, which was completely ill-advised by the referees, I can't imagine this one's going to go any better as there's two flags laying in the end zone where the pile happened. I'm not sure what took him so long to signal the touchdown. Ricky Mills was laying four yards in the end zone. But, of course, and this is my bias talking, but it's just sometimes the way I see it. Uh, of course, Lexington here is going to get hosed somehow. 5-11 to go in the third quarter. As we stand right now, Mansfield just got into the end zone. But we're waiting to sort out the penalty. Is it going to be another dead ball penalty or is it going to be during the play? And the referee's still trying to get things sorted out here. So the touchdown stands. And another personal foul on Lex. And this one's on Corbin Green. 
after the play was over. Another unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Lex after the play. So if you're keeping track at home, that's four on Lexington on this drive and one for Mansfield. And the second penalty will be enforced on the kickoff, so it'll allow Sean Putt to move the ball up and kick it off from the 50-yard line. But the big thing is the damage done there on the long drive capped off by a touchdown by senior high, and it's going to be... Well, Mansfield senior looks like they might go for two again. It's 21 to nothing right now. They might go for two again, and the referee's conferring again. Probably trying to find a way they can pin another unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Lexington is what they're doing. Unfortunately for the referees, nothing's happened in the last 60 seconds. This is unbelievable. So instead of taking the penalty on the kickoff, Senior High is going to move the ball up here to the one and go for two again. This is unbelievable. They'll line up. Brock Hill under center takes the snap. He'll hand it off and running up the middle and getting in for the two points was Jameer Petty. So that'll make it 23-0. After four unsportsmanlike conduct penalties on Lexington on that drive, I don't know what happened on the last two in the end zone right there, but I can tell you that at least one of those was unwarranted. And it was the one that really... Put Mansfield in a great position to score there. It is. It's just week in and week out. This is reminiscent of last week when the Minutemen got a couple of tough breaks at the end of that game at Worcester. Referees certainly didn't do them any favors last week especially late in the game when they said that Lex touched a punt and allowed Worcester to recover it, and they scored on the next play. Definitely a controversy last week, as Lexington certainly didn't think they touched the punt. And Scotty Roush, who was accused of touching it, didn't even try to recover it. You would think if he touched the punt last week, he would have tried to jump on it. He didn't even make an effort. He just said, I didn't touch it. I'm going to the sideline. And they gave the ball to Worcester last week. And now here we are this week with four unsportsmanlike conduct penalties on one drive against the Minutemen. Now what? They already took the penalty on the two-point conversion, but they're giving them another penalty. So there were two penalties on the play, but I thought one was during the play. So they evidently get to take the penalty on the two-point conversion and the kickoff since there were two of them. So Sean Putt's going to kick off from the 45-yard line of Lex, and this may be the easiest touchback Sean Putt will ever have in his career, and that's if he's going to kick it down the field. He might squib it. He's been doing that all night. Well, and now, and this is 
Probably the smart move for Mansfield Senior. It looks like they're going to onside kick it because even if Lex recovers here, there's not going to be much damage done, and the ball's going to be kicked out of bounds. Unfortunately, though, a minute man did get his hand on it first, and they did throw a flag down, but it shouldn't be a penalty as one of the minute man up men touched the ball and it went out of bounds, so it wasn't a direct kick out of bounds, but the, the referee over on the far sideline threw his flag down. I mean, obviously, I'm biased towards Lexington, but. Well, and the head referee gets it sorted out here. Just makes you wonder after they call four unsportsmanlike conduct penalties and then the referee watches Lexington touch the ball out of bounds but still throws his flag. It just, that's what sort of gives me some credibility over here, in my opinion. And how do you mess that call up? So, after all of that, it seems like we haven't played in an hour. First and 10 minute men at their own 35-yard line. They have one to each side. Cole Pauly takes the pistol snap. He's going to hand off off the right side. Barry's going to fight forward for a yard. Maybe two. They did give him two, second and eight coming up with under five minutes to go now in the third quarter. So the issue here for the Minutemen now is you're running out of time to get on the board. Got to do it here. And then most likely you're going to have to go for two just based on the way the score is played out. One to each side, Copali in the pistol, second and eight from the 36. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. Far sideline. Got his man. And over there on the far sideline, it's Caden Eichler at the 41-yard line. A gain of five. It'll set up third and three. So a big third down play here for the Minutemen with 4.05 to go third quarter. They trail it 23-0. Cole Pauly brings him out. He's got two split off to the right. Caden Eichler in the slot right. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Third and three from the 41. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking near sideline. He's got Caden Eichler. He caught it, and he's near a first down. He reaches for the first down, and he got it at the 45-yard line. A great play. Good tackle by Miles Bradley, but a, just a little bit of a better effort there by Caden Eichler to reach the ball out. He needed three. He got four and a first down. And there's a little bit of momentum for Lexington's offense. And now you got to continue Carrying that momentum over to the next play. They'll send Carter Newman off to the left. Caden Eichler splits off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol. First and 10 from the 45. He'll give Carson Berry off the left side. He's got room. He's over midfield. Out to the far sideline and near another first down. He got nine yards. Maybe 10. It looks like, well, the far line judge is going to give him nine. Second and one coming up for the Minutemen, but a great carry on first down there by Carson. That might be his longest first down run of the night. As he finally was able to get that edge, he was chased down by Miles uh, Bradley, but a heck of an effort to get out there by Carson Berry, and now it sets up a second and short, and this is where you want to live if you're the Minutemen. Carter Newman off to the right, Caden Eichler off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry. He's got the first down through a hole to the 40, and he'll pick up 
Six yards and another first down for the Minutemen. And here we go as they're marching down the field, but you got to get in the end zone here quickly. 2.40 to go. Third quarter. Senior high leads it 23 to nothing. And the Minutemen come out. They'll send Carter Newman off to the left with Cade Eichler in the slot left. Copali in the pistol, first and 10 from the senior high 40. Sends Carter Newman in motion, and we'll have a false start on Lex. And I said it earlier, this is where, and it was on the defense. Wow, I thought it was a false start, but yeah, senior high flinched there, and it must have made Lex flinch. As I was watching Carter Newman come in motion there, and I didn't see the senior high defense flinch, but they uh, came across the line. So a first and five now, a huge break for the Minutemen. They'll send Newman off to the left, Eichler in the slot left, Cole Pauly in the pistol. First and five from the 35, takes the snap, fakes the give, and he's going to roll right. He's looking, he's looking, he throws, and he had a man, but it was broken up. He had Caden Eichler there, but... By the time he got the pass out of there, Senior High had come over and cut it off, and on the coverage there to knock that ball away was Leo Hess. Haven't said his name much tonight, if all, if at all, but Leo Hess, a big part of this Senior High defense. And we're going to have our play clock reset. And the Minutemen will have it second down and five at the Mansfield 35. Carter Newman off to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Copali in the pistol. Second and five. Takes the snap. He'll give. Carson Berry off the right side. Trying to get some room. A little stiff arm. He gets three. As he just couldn't get out of that tackle by Hess. But it'll set up another third and short. Third and two. Minutemen at the Mansfield Senior 32. Big play here for the Minutemen. But while they're marching down the field here, the clock is becoming an issue. We've got about a minute left in the third quarter. Caden Eichler off to the right. Carter Newman off to the left. Big play here, third and two. Cole Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. Give Carson Berry up the middle. And he got the first down, but he stumbled. And he had room to run, but he stumbled. Might have tripped over his own guy there, a down lineman. But he got to the 29 and another tough first down for Carson Berry. He just keeps rolling along here on this drive. The problem here is, though, that the Minutemen are doing this sort of death by a thousand paper cuts. They're certainly not getting the big hitters that they need to be getting here, but they are moving the ball down the field, first and 10 from the 29. One split off to each side. Copali takes the pistol snap off the right side. Carson Berry, no, it's Jordan Byrice to the 25, and he'll get four as he spins out there. And Byrice in there with a carry. And a good first down gain of four. And they get to the 25. And it'll set up second and six with 10 seconds left in the third quarter. The Minutemen may not get a playoff here as they're taking their time. They'll send Carter Newman off to the left. Caden Eichler off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol. And I don't think he realizes how much time's left. He didn't. As he looked at the referee who just blew the play dead to end the third quarter. So the Minutemen driving here, but they're taking time. 
They need to come out and get a score quickly to start the fourth quarter. It's 23 to nothing. Mansfield Senior on top on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSPN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Just about set to start the fourth quarter here at Lexington High School. Corey Durbin with you on fearthevillage.com. Lexington trailing 23 to nothing, but they're threatening here. They're going towards the south end zone to start the fourth quarter, right to left as I see it here in the home press box. And they've got the ball, second and seven. Now we'll call it second and six at the Mansfield Senior 25. Cole Pauly sends Caden Eichler off to the right. Carter Newman off to the left. He's in the pistol. Cole Pauly waiting. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's throwing. Right corner. End zone. He's got Carter Newman and It's broken up. And it's broken up by Amar Davis. And actually, it was Caden Eichler out there right on the corner of the end zone. A pretty good ball by Cole Pauly. But just good defense by Amar Davis. Third and six coming up. And it seems like every play the Minutemen run gets bigger than the last play. Got to get a first down here. Cole Pauly sends Eichler and Newman off to the left. They're going to go pistol again. Third and six from the 25-yard line. Pauly takes the snap. They will give off the right side. Carson Berry fighting, and I think he got about three. They needed six. It's going to set up fourth and three. And obviously in this situation, you got to go for it. 11.35 to go, fourth quarter, trailing 23 to nothing. Minutemen have the football on the 21-and-a-half yard line. They got to get to the 19, so we'll call it fourth and two-and-a-half. As Baden Forup comes on, Minutemen have to hurry up here. The play clock's down to 10. They're still not out of the huddle. They're going to send Eichler and Newman off to the right. Pauly in the pistol. Fourth and three, a huge play here. He sends a man in motion, takes the snap. They'll give Newman off the left side. He's got a first down to the 20, and he's tackled down at the 17. They got the first down. But now the Minutemen have to hurry up here as there's only 11.04 to go in the ballgame, trailing by at least three touchdowns. Trailing by 23, but technically that could be three scores. But you got to get one here. Minutemen in the red zone at the Mansfield Senior 17-yard line. Cole Pauly going to bring him out. He's got Caden Eichler going out far to the right. Carter Newman off to the left. They'll be in the pistol again. Hudson Moore in there on the right hip of Cole Pauly. Carson Berry at tailback. First and 10 from the 17. Pauly takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He pump fakes. He throws. Corner of the end zone. He's got a man, and it is broken up again by Amar Davis out there. Eichler was out there, but Amar with great defense. And I think in college, actually, that may have been a pass interference because he didn't turn around. But he did a good job of not bulldozing Caden Eichler over, and Amar is having a great game out there on the corner. 
Second and 10 coming up. They'll send Newman off to the left. Cade Nykler slot left. Second and 10 from the 17. Send Newman in motion, but they'll give. Carson Berry off the left side to the 15 and down to the 10. And it'll be a pickup of about seven. And they're right there. It's going to be, well, they'll call it the 11-yard line. Third and four. Another big play. It seems like every set of downs has at least gotten to three, to third down for the Minutemen this drive. Third and four this time. They'll send two to the left, bunched up on the line. Cole Pauly in the pistol with Hudson Moore and Carson Berry. They'll send Carter Newman in motion. They will give Carson Berry off the right side, 10. He's to the five, and he's going to be tackled at the five. Another first down. Minutemen have it first and goal at the five. Good run by Carson Berry. Gain of six. Got to get in the end zone here for if you're the Minutemen, and uh, you got to do it quickly as the clock is just running and running. It's down to 9.40 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen do have all three timeouts. But you want to save those for defense. As they'll come out, need a score here. Eichler in the slot left. Carter Newman comes out. Split off to the left. Cole Pauly sends him in motion. First and goal from the five. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. Five yards off the right side. Carson Berry. And the Minutemen are on the board. Nine seventeen to go in the ballgame. Minutemen going to go for two here. And obviously, that is the, the wise decision here. Because if you're going to come back by touchdowns, you got to get at least two uh, two two-point conversions. So they'll line up. Carter Newman splits off to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. They're getting things set up. They've got a jumbo package in there. The two-point conversion. Pauly takes the snap. He'll hand off. And Hudson Moore up the middle. And he's going to get it. He's actually going to go in standing. Minutemen get eight there, and they cut the lead, 23-8. 9-17 to go in the ballgame. Now you got to get some quick stops if you're the Minutemen. A great drive there for Lexington. We'll see if I can get you a drive recap. As Carson Berry did a lot of the work on that drive with his legs. And I would say, we'll get you an exact count here in a moment, but he's got to be over 100 yards now. As Lexington there. I'm trying to get you the total here as I look at John Davis's stat sheet. And the Minutemen get set to kick off. As Carson Berry does have 102 yards now rushing off to get you a drive recap uh, here in just a moment. But Carson now with 25 carries on the night. And by the way, that's his 11th touchdown of the year. 10th on the ground. 
A.J. Young has it up on the tee, runs up, and he will squib it down the middle of the field, and it's bouncing around, and Amar Davis is going to have to pick it up. He's coming near side, and he's going to be tackled back at the 15-yard line. Minutemen with great coverage. He'll have forward progress at the 20, but still great coverage by the Minutemen, and they're going to set up a long field for senior high here, and this is where you have to get a three and out and get the ball back near midfield. So they'll give Amar the 21-yard line. That's where the Tigers will set up. First and 10. Brock Hill in the pistol. Three to the right. Actually, they'll have two to the right, one to the left, a tight end on the right side. They do have one tailback in there. And I believe it is uh, Petty, again, back there for the Tigers. First and 10, Brock Hill. Sends a man in motion, takes the snap. Now he will fake a give, and he's going to go up the middle, and he's going to be tackled for a loss. It's going to be a loss of at least one as Brock Hill tried to keep it on the option there, and he'll lose a yard back to the 20, second and 11 coming up. Great job by the Minutemen to stay home as if they can just get the ball back here. This game's going to get a lot more interesting very quickly, and it already has. As Brock Hill sends three to the right, one to the left. He's in the pistol again. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's throwing to the far sideline. He's got Amar Davis, and he's out of bounds. That should stop the clock. That will stop the clock, and it's going to set up a third down for senior high here. And that was a gain of about six, I believe, out to about the 26. So it's going to be third and five. Brock Hill in the pistol, three right, one left, takes a high snap, and he flings it out far sideline. It's caught by Amar. It looked like it was going to be tipped. Oh, my goodness. It was A.J. Young out there, and he thought he even had it as he kind of pumped his fist afterwards, and Brock Hill took a high snap there. That could have been a disaster for Mansfield. Instead, it turns into a first down out to the 32-yard line. 8.30 to go. Got to get the ball back if you're the Minutemen. Brock Hill takes the snap, back to pass. He's flinging it down the far sideline, well over the head of Amar Davis. Good coverage, though, by the Minutemen as A.J. Young was there. Second and ten, but more importantly for the Minutemen, it stops the clock. As Brock Hill has him lined back up, 8.24 to go in the ballgame, 23-8. to eight. Senior high leads, second and 10. Senior high ball at their own 32. Hill with three to the right, takes the pistol snap, back to pass. He's throwing down the middle of the field, over his man. It was O'Brien, and a referee fell down here in the middle of the field. And it's third and 10. The clock stops again. 8.20 to go in the ball game. Third and 10 coming up from the 32. And the referee took a spill as he was running full speed and tried to stop on a dime, and that's just not going to happen on this field tonight. Third and ten, an enormous play here for the Minuteman defense. We'll see if they can get some pressure. Brock Hill has three to the right, one to the left, and the pistol takes the snap. He's back. He's being pressured, and he's going to get sacked back at the 25. Minutemen get in there. They get the stop they need. And it was 
Matt Dwyer, but Leighton Nosa was in there as well. A couple of minute men just got in there quickly, and now Brock Hill's going to have to punt. Eight minutes to go in the ball game. The clock is running, but Lexington going to get the ball back. They'll have two men standing back at the 40. It's uh, Eichler and Roush standing back at their own 38. Brock Hill. Waiting for the snap, and the Tigers moved on the far sideline. O'Brien went. That's going to be a false start. It's going to push Mansfield back even more. And now you're in a situation where a bad snap may result in a touchdown. Because Brock Hill's going to be catching this snap back at about his own nine-yard line. But the ball's getting awfully slick out there as we go into the night. So we're going to try it again, Brock Hill. Takes a little bit of a wobbly snap, gets away a low punt, and it's going to be taken by Caden Eichler. He's coming near side, 50, 45. He's to the 40, down the near sideline, 30. He's to the 25, and he's tackled down at the 19. A huge play for the Minutemen. We do have a flag down, though. But it's back near the line of scrimmage. We'll see what it is. It might be holding on Mansfield on the snap. A huge return by Caden Eichler down the near sideline. And if this penalty is on Mansfield, and it is, Lexington's going to have the ball in the red zone with 7.15 to go. It's holding on Mansfield. And it's going to be half the distance to the goal after the return. So we're going to mark this baby off to about the 12-and-a-half-yard line or maybe the 11-and-a-half-yard the line. Minutemen have it in the red zone, first and 10 at the 11. Cole Pauley brings the offense out. He's got Carter Newman off to the left, Caden Eichler slot left. And we're waiting on the uh, chains to get set up here, I think. Two off to the left, first and 10 from the 11. Cole Pauley in the pistol, sends Carter Newman in motion. They will give it. Carson Berry off the right side to the 10, trying to bounce outside. He breaks a tackle, five. He's in, touchdown, Minuteman. Carson Berry broke a couple of tackles off the right side, and the Minutemen got the quick score they needed. Twenty-three to fourteen, and they'll go for two again. And Carson Berry earned that one his twelfth touchdown of the year, eleventh rushing. Minutemen will get set up to go for two here, and the ball will be set on the two and a half yard line. Carter Newman splits off to the right. They'll have Caden Eichler right up on the line to the left. Pauly in the pistol, takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry up the middle, and this time he's going to be hit and brought down, and they won't get the two. But they do get another quick score. Still a two-possession game, 7.05 to go in the ballgame. It is 23-14, Lex trailing by nine here at home against Mansfield Senior on fearthevillage.com. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. 7.05 to go in the ballgame. Senior High leads this one 23-14, but Lexington has scored 14 unanswered points. So A.J. Young has the ball up on the tee at the 40. He'll kick it right to left. He might try to squib this one again. And he kicks it deep. And it is caught by Bradley at the 10 to the 15, 20. Ah, he didn't even make it to the 20. He turned around and Carter Newman flung him backwards. Minute men are going to get Bradley back at the 12. Great kick coverage for the Minute men again. So they'll give him forward progress. We'll see what they did mark it at the 13-yard the line. So the Minutemen have got to get three stops in a row right here. you got to get the ball back three and out. You can't let them have any first downs. 6.54 to go in the ballgame. Lex trails by nine. Brock Hill in the pistol. Three bunched over here to the right, one to the left. Takes the snap. They'll give. No, he'll keep it up the middle, and Brock Hill's going to get a couple, and he's going to be brought down. They're only going to give him one, I believe. Now they'll give him maybe two, second and eight coming up. Second and two or second and eight, excuse me, after the gain of two. Brock Hill in the pistol, three right again, one left. He takes the snap, he's going to throw, and he throws into the slot. He's got Gross, his first touch of the night, and he's to the 20. He gets six, but it's third down. They got five, third and three coming up. And Avion Gross has had an extremely quiet night on both sides of the ball. Here we go, third and three. Big play here for the Minuteman defense. Brock Hill in the pistol. He sends three to the left, one to the right. Third and three from the 20. He looks over, making sure he's got the right play. Still looking over at Coach Bradley. And now he'll get it and get back in the pistol. Brock Hill, third and three from the 20. Takes the snap. He's going to run. He's up the middle, and he got the first down, and he's to the 35 and out to the 37. And Brock Hill in the second half, even though senior high really hasn't done a ton here in the second half, he has killed the Minutemen with his feet. First and 10, a fresh set of downs out to the 39 is where they marked him. Clock is running, though, with 5.25 to go. And that's not a good thing if you're the Minutemen. You had to have that stop there. 
And now Mansfield Sr. just milking the clock. They have three to the left, one to the right. Brock Hill in the pistol. He takes the snap, pitches out right side, and it's Petty. And we're going to have a hold back here at the 34 as Petty got about five yards and pushed out of bounds, but it's coming back, and that's huge for the Minutemen. The only problem with that is, though, you take the yardage, but they're going to still have it first down as Lexington can't take the play because it was a five-yard gain. It was a spot foul. So that is going to push Mansfield Sr. back pretty far here, but it's still first down, which gives them an extra play to keep running the clock down a little bit here. First down and a mile. All the way back at the 25-yard line. First and 24, Brock Hill in the pistol. He takes, he gives. It's Petty, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage by Baden Forup and brought down. He fell forward, though, for a gain of four, and that'll make it second and 20. Second and 20 from the 30. Brock Hill has three to the left, one right. He's still getting the play here, and he's in the pistol, takes the snap. He's going to run it up the middle. Brock Hill this time. The Minutemen are going to drag him down, and it's going to be a pile of bodies at the 35. It's going to be third and 14 coming up for Mansfield Sr., and this is uh, really non-negotiable at this point. you got to stop him here, or this game is over. Got to get the ball back right here if you're the Minuteman defense. You're running low on time. You got five minutes, excuse me, four minutes left. Still have three timeouts. But if you give up another first down, this one's over. Simple as that. Third and 13. Brock Hill still looking over. He'll have three to the left. Amar Davis split off by himself to the right in the pistol. Play clock at three. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's going to give off the left side and through a hole and out to the 47. Near a first down, but not quite there, was Petty. Jameer Petty, and it's going to set up fourth and two. And if senior high goes for this and doesn't get it, that's huge for Lex because they'll have it on the Mansfield side of the field. But they might kick it, or they might... Uh, Snap it back to Brock Hill here, and since he's the punter, he might try to get a punt away. He's in the shotgun by himself here, though, fourth and two. They're trying to get Lex to jump offside, and we'll see. Brock Hill's going to step back now, and now he's going to punt it away, and Caden Eichler's going to be back there, catches at the 15. He's to the 20, down the near sideline, 25, and he's at the 30 and tripped up at the 31. Minutemen do get the ball back, but then now they've only got 2.50 to go, and they've got to get two scores. 23 to 14, senior high on top by nine. So Lex comes out. At their own 33, Cole Pauly in the pistol, one to each side. They've got to score quickly here. They've only got 2.50 to go in the ballgame. Got to score twice as Pauly takes the snap back to pass. He's looking. 
He's got all day. He throws, and he's got his man. It's Caden Eichler at the 47-yard line. First down. Clock will stop for a second here as the Minutemen get organized. They got 14 yards, a good connection there. Men and men getting set up. Carter Newman off to the right. Caden Eichler in the slot right. Cole Polly in the pistol. They're still trying to get organized as now they're going to come to the left. And now Carter Newman and Caden Eichler both to the left. Now Caden Eichler going back to the right. Minutemen can't get set here. One to each side. Polly takes the pistol snap. Back to pass. He's going to be sacked by Ricky Mills from the blind side. Timeout, Lexington. 219 to go in the ballgame, and that was a huge play for senior highs. It looked like Lexington just couldn't get organized there. And then when they did run the play, something broke down, and it resulted in a sack by Ricky Mills. So Lexington, unfortunately, there had to use their first of three timeouts. They have two left, but the clock is not their friend. 2.19 to go in the ballgame, trailing by nine. So basically, you're going to have to get an onside kick at some point, and that's if you do get a score here. So uh, tough uphill climb for the Minutemen to win this game, but it starts with a score in a hurry. They've got the ball at their own 41 after the sack. Second and 15. Polly has two to the left. Caden Eichler out split far to the left. Carter Newman comes in motion. Take the snap. They'll throw. It's a screen play. Carson Berry has it 45-50 down the near sideline, 45, and he's near a first down. And a late hit out of bounds is going to give the Minutemen 15 extra yards, and a second flag comes in, and hopefully they're not Hopefully they're not going to pin something on the Minutemen here, and they may. They did get a sideline warning earlier, and they might have just gotten a flag, and I think they did as, as Coach Gerhardt not happy. He may have even heard him through the microphone there as they are going to get a penalty, a sideline warning on – well, sideline penalty now. That's the second time they've had to warn Lexington. But the first penalty was a late hit out of bounds. And for whatever reason, the referees really taking their time tonight. Anytime they get together, they've got to talk about where they're going after the game. I mean, it's taking them at least 60 seconds every time they get together. This is ridiculous. Just They're offsetting penalties. Just put the ball at the 45 and let's play. And they're still talking now to Coach Gerhardt. And so first penalty, like we said, is a late hit out of bounds. Unsportsmanlike conduct after the play on Lexington. And they're going to send Corbin Green to the locker room. He must have said something on the sideline here, and they're kicking Corbin Green out of the game. Well, 
Either way, so yardage-wise, the penalties don't mean anything. They still, the Minutemen, still got to the 44-yard line. It's going to be second and one. 2-12 to go in the ballgame. They'll have two split off to the right, one to the left this time. Cole Pauley in the single back pistol. Second and one from the 44. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking. He's loading up. He's going down the middle of the field, and it's just out of the reach of Kate Eichler, who was sprinting right down the middle of the field, and it hit off his right hand. And it'll set up. Well, the chain gang says it's fourth down. The scoreboard says it's third down. They may need to get that sorted out here. I don't know what it is. And I think Coach Gerhardt also wants an answer. And now we've got to have a big conference. Why does every referee within a 60-mile radius have to come together in a huddle every time a whistle's blown? This is unbelievable. And to be honest with you, I don't know if the referees know what down it is. They clearly don't because now they're bringing in a fifth referee who may have the scorebook, but... And we, in, up here in the booth, we think it should be third down. And I called it second down before that last play, so we would be correct, but no surprise there. I hope I didn't speak too soon. So, no, they're going to keep it fourth down, fourth and one. So I was wrong. First time ever I was wrong. Fourth and one, a big play for the Minutemen as they've got to have a first down and they've really got to have a score soon. Two to the right in the pistol. Pauly takes it, gives it. Carter Newman gets the first down to the 40 and he stumbles out to the 37. And a first down Minutemen. They keep the chains going, but the clock is rolling. 2.03 to go. They'll send Carter Newman off to the right. Roush and Eichler in the slot left. They'll also send Mason Thomas off to the right. So two right, two left. Pauly in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking near sideline. He's got Roush, and he gets out of bounds after a spin move at the 29. Gain of nine. Well, gain of eight. And it'll set up second and two, but the most important thing there is Roush just spun right around and got out of bounds. And they're actually going to mark that at the 30, so it'll be second and three. Second and three minute men at the senior high 30. Cole Pauly in the, in the shotgun. Two left, two right. Pauly takes the shotgun snap. Back to pass, looking near side, and he's got a man again. It's Roush down the near sideline, and he was out of bounds right after he caught it at the 21. But had he not stepped out of bounds, he was going to fight for a touchdown there. But again, clock stops as Roush keeps getting out of bounds. Now you might want to take a shot to the end zone here as you're in in range. First and 10 at the 21-yard line. 1.46 to go in the ballgame. Minute men. By getting out of bounds as well, it gives them time to huddle up. But now they're just taking way too much time, and they're going to have to take a timeout. That's unfortunate. Lexington going to have to burn their second timeout here. Is for whatever reason, they just couldn't get set up. Well, 
when we come out of the timeout, they'll have it first and 10 at the uh, senior high 21, just outside the red zone. But that just kills you because now you have to get the onside kick recovery should you score here. There's no way you can get the ball back if you don't. At least with two timeouts, they had a chance. If they would have scored here quickly, they would have had a chance to use those timeouts to try to get the ball back. But now you've only got one timeout left. Senior high could run the clock out or take a knee. So now you have to get a score and the onside kick here. One timeout left for Lex. I mean, the, the big thing, though, is the score here. If you don't get that, none of this matters. Got to get into the end zone. They'll send three off to the right. Thomas, Roush, and Newman. They'll have Caden Eichler by himself to the left. Cole Polly in the single back pistol. First and 10 from the 21. Takes the snap. Back to pass. Loading up. He pump fakes. He's going to throw as he's hit, and he gets, out of bounds. he gets the throw out of bounds. And he threw it away as he was going down there. And they're going to call an intentional grounding because I don't think anybody was in the area. It may not have made it past the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure. I think it, this is going to be called because it didn't go past the line of scrimmage. There wasn't anybody in the area, but he was out of the pocket. Just didn't make it past the line of scrimmage. So, they'll set up second and 15. They'll take the loss of five there. They'll have two to the right, two to the left. Cole Pauly in the shotgun this time, second and 15 from the 27. Takes the snap back to pass. Looking down the middle of the field, it's picked off by Leo Hess. And he's going to return this thing, and he might take it all the way as he's at the 40. And Carson Berry fights for the football back. Out of the minute, mid, get the football back. A Maurice Claret situation as Carson Berry ran down Leo Hess and just took the football back. Like I said, I've seen that in an Ohio State game, but I've never seen it in high school with my own two eyes anyways. Wow. And the Minutemen at this point don't have much of a shot to win this game, but the crowd is definitely back in this thing. That was actually one of the most impressive plays I have ever seen on a high school football field. As Carson Berry tracked down Leo Hess, he was like 10 yards ahead of him when that started. Carson tracked him down and just ripped the football back from him. It looked like Hess might take it all the way and – well, that was a fumble recovery by Carson Berry, his first of the year. Now they're going to have to figure out the clock situation because there was a change of possession, so there should be technically really a timeout here between plays, and they got to figure the clock out, and they're actually not going to add any time, so they're trying to figure everything out here. So Back to their own 27. Cole Pauly takes the shotgun snap. He's going to load up. He throws down the middle of the field. He's got his man. A nice catch by Caden Eichler. A first down to the 42. 102 to go in the game. Pauly in the shotgun again. Two left, two right. Carson Berry on his left hip. First and 10 from the 42. 
He takes a low snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to roll right. He's got all day. And now it looks like he might run. No, he's going to throw down the far sideline. And it is incomplete. As Eichler, or no, that was uh, Carter Newman made the catch, but they said he was out of bounds. He drug his feet too late. Second and 10. Clock stops with 48 seconds left. Minutemen have it at their own 41. So they may have a chance to get in the end zone here, but even if they do, they're not going to have much time left at all. So it is going to take the miracle of all miracles to win this game. Cole Pauly with two left, two right in the shotgun. Carson Berry on his left hip. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. L flings it way down the field. It's going to be picked off by Miles Bradley at the 20 as Carter Newman didn't realize it was coming. And the ball just kind of got lost in the air, and Miles Bradley got under it like a center fielder and picked it off. And that's going to be the ball game. But the Minutemen fought. They fought in the second half to try to get back in this thing. But they just didn't have the start they've been having this year in the first half. Had they gotten on the board in the first half, I think this may have been a much different result. But the Minutemen just couldn't get on the board in the first half, and that was the difference. They trail it 23-14, to 14, 40 seconds left. Brock Hill's going to get in the victory formation now, and he will take a knee. They will have to – well, they won't have to run one more play. That'll be it. And Lex going to call a timeout here, but they only had one. Just keeping Mansfield Senior honest here, making sure they get this last snap off, but uh, that should be the game. And a heartbreaker for Lexington. But they can't be heartbroken very long as they've got to go to... Got to go to West Holmes next week and try to rebound against the number one team in the region. West Holmes... Try to get you a score of their game against Worcester, but they were leading last time we checked, and it wasn't really even close. Try to get you a score here and see what that final ended up being. It was Ashland beating Madison 20-7. West Holmes beats Worcester 41-37. So Lexington going to go right into the, uh, the Lions' den next week and play a 6-0 West Holmes team that is ranked number one in Division Three, Region 10. Watkins Memorial beats Mount Vernon 53-21. And then right here, the other two OCC teams battled it out tonight, and Senior High going to leave victorious as they take one final knee, and they will get out of here with a 23-14 win. Lexington falls to 2-4. They are 1-2 in the OCC. Mansfield Senior improves to 4-2. They are now 1-1 one one in the OCC, their first victory in the conference this year. We'll be back to wrap things up as the clock hits zero and Senior High wins this one 23-14. Stay tuned for the postgame show. We'll have scores and stats for you as Lexington falls tonight in a heartbreaker. 23-14 on fearthevillage.com. 
VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Hey, this is Tyler Johnson. Join me tonight at 10 o'clock on VSPNRadio.com for my show, Intentional Grounding. I'll give you guys scores, updated standings, and preview next week's matchups tonight and every Friday night. At 10 o'clock, it's Intentional Grounding with Tyler Johnson on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. 
Well, Lexington fought till the end, but they came up just a little short tonight here at home. They lose to the senior high TY Tigers by a final score of 23 to 14. Corey Durbin with you on the uh, fearthevillage.com postgame show. Let's get you some scores from around the area. Colonel Crawford blows out Winford 48-21. That game actually is still not over. Clear Fork has come back to take the lead on Galleon 36-21. It is Monroeville and South Central. This is a dead heat high scoring game. Monroeville 47, South Central 46. Uh, St. Paul beats Plymouth 24-21. It was Bellevue, 14, Norwalk, 0. Huron beats Willard, 14, uh, 49 to 14. Canfield, 35, Pleasant, 7. Shelby beats Marion Harding, 38, 12. Centerburg, 24, Cardington, Lincoln, 20. Highland, 35, Danville, 13. Watkins Memorial beats Mount Vernon, 53 to 21. Game of the week, West Holmes beats Worcester, 41, 37. West Holmes stays undefeated. And Lexington will take their shot at the Knights next week, and we'll have the call for you out there in Millersburg next week. Harden Northern, 52, Marion Elgin, 42. It was River Valley, 49, Ontario, 14. Ashland beat Madison, 20-7. Central Catholic, 15, Lucas, 0. So the Cubs dropped their first game of the year. Ridgedale, 42, Crestline, 15. Northmore stays unbeaten, 6-0. They are uh, winners tonight. 40-20 over Fredericktown. Triway beats Loudonville 42-28. It was uh, Upper Sandusky beating Buckeye Central 27-16. Western Reserve 21, Mapleton 14. East Knox 49, Mount Gilead 10. Carey shuts out Bucyrus 65-0. Uh, Mohawk 20, Seneca East 14. Perkins squeaks out a win over Clyde 21-20. And Tiffin Columbian beats Sandusky 41 to 13. Final stats from tonight's game. First for Lexington on the ground, Carson Berry, 26 carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns tonight, bringing his season total to 12, still averaging two a game. Unbelievable. Three carries for Carter Newman, 22 yards. Hudson Moore had two right at the beginning of the game and didn't touch it again. He had 16 yards on the ground. Jordan Byrice, one carry, three yards. Cole Pauley lost 40 yards on five sacks. Cole Pauley was 12 for 28, passing 105 yards, three picks tonight for Cole Pauley. Uh, Caden Eichler with five catches for 50 yards. Carson Berry, three for 29. Scotty Roush, two for 16. Carter Newman, one for six. Hudson Moore, one for four. Uh, A.J. Young punted the ball six times with an average of 37 yards along a 50. Uh, punt returns. Scotty Roush had one for 34 yards. Caden Eichler, one for 18 yards. Uh, kick returns. Caden Eichler. One for seven. Scotty Roush had one for two. Jordan Byrice had one for 16. Leading tackler tonight for the Minutemen, Briar Miller. Uh, Matt Dwyer had two sacks. Hudson Moore had a sack as well. Just some quick stats for senior high. Brock Hill, uh, 16 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Ricky Mills, seven carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Jameer Petty, five carries, 32 yards. Zion Brown, Three carries, negative two yards. Avion Gross got one carry and negative nine yards. Brock Hill, 14 for 25 passing, 104 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Amar Davis led the way receiving four senior high, seven catches, uh, 56 yards. Um, as somebody's playing an instrument down on the field, Lex, the uh, band of gold out there doing a postgame show. I was looking around. I was wondering what that noise was. Uh, leading tackler for 
senior high, Avion Gross with 12. Makai Bradley also with 12. So good night for both of those boys for senior high. Leo Hess also had nine uh, tackles. He, Leo Hess had an interception too and then a lost fumble. When's the next time you're going to see that on the same play? Uh, anyways, Lexington drops a heartbreaker tonight. They fall to 2-4 and four on the year, but they fought till the end, and that's something that we are uh, getting used to seeing, whether they're winning or losing. They play till the end of the game, and uh, see if Coach Gerhardt can start uh, getting some some wins back in the win column here in the next few weeks. We got to go to West Holmes next week. It's going to be a very tough one against the 6-0 and Golden, or the Golden Knights, the 6-0 and Knights out at Millersburg. We'll have all the action for you at 640. want to thank my uh, cousin, Tommy Baldridge, who came and took uh, camera duties for Rachel Durbin this week. Thank you to Kayla Durbin as well down on the sideline tonight. Check out all of her uh, Social media uploads on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff at VSBN Radio. And uh, thanks to John Davis, who kept stats for senior high, but I took advantage of them. And uh, thank you to tuning in uh, for tuning in tonight as Lex drops one at home here against Mansfield Senior, 23-14. to 14. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week from Millersburg, and have a great weekend, everybody.